Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about all the games and movies and TV and comics we're going to entertain ourselves with this year that's right chris this it is, is 2018 is yeah this is our first episode of 2018 and uh welcome to the new year welcome the old the old year's gone forget whatever happened there good or bad it maybe don't forget it, it doesn't matter anymore maybe i mean but no. forget it i mean you don't have to forget like men in black style like psh, no, you no, know, no no it's, no, it's no. gone but like you know you uh like like we learned in Jumanji, you choose who you want to be. That's right. That's right. And so oh, that's you right. have a new chance now to decide who the 2018 you is. So that's a nice callback to two episodes ago with yeah. the Jumanji review. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen Jumanji, go see it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They finally beat Star Wars of the box office last weekend. <laughs> I know everyone was worried. You know, we were we were sitting there. We were like, "Is it gonna happen? Is it, is it ever gonna happen?" But uh, but Jumanji finally came out on top. Yeah, crazy. Which it is crazy. Um, it's it's performed unbelievably well. Yeah, I mean, it's been consistent too. Like yep. it's been uh, it's been in the top two. Like it's been right there with uh, with, with yeah. Well, like the the holiday holiday movie slate was strong. This it was. Year. Performed well almost across the board, um, from right before Christmas to uh, to now. So. I was honestly kind of worried about like Jumanji, like because it was going up yep. against Star Wars, like it was coming out after Star Wars, um, and Star Wars, you know, it did did really really well. Like what was it the the uh, the th- sixth best opening or something like that? Like it's it's up there in the top ten. Oh yeah, uh, you know, highest grossing films it, of all time right now. Unbelievably. Um, the highest grossing actor this year was not The Rock. He was in second place. Hmm. It was Vin Diesel. Um, with Fast Guardians and Furious. of the Galaxy. I don't know if he was included in that, possibly. Probably. I mean, he was definitely the voice of Groot. I don't know if he's the highest, yeah, paid. I don't, I don't know how much he, he would have made money off of that. How much does he get though? paid for that? I don't know, but he would have made money still. All right. Forbes came out with their list, is what it was. And so uh, they're, I don't remember. I don't remember. All I know is in the like last year, and I think maybe the year before it was The Rock, mm-hmm. um, and this year is Vin Diesel. I also feel like like The Rock, like there was a couple years there where The Rock was in so many movies. Yeah, um, all like at the same like it would it would basically one of them would leave the theaters and then a, another Rock movie would enter. Well, last year so. well, didn't we have Moana this year though? No, that was last year. That was last year. Yeah, uh, so I'm talking. 2016 was Moana. 2016 was Moana. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so like that best that, I mean, movie that, of 2016. That makes sense. Um, I mean. I don't know if I go that far. For but, me, okay, okay. Uh, the uh, so Vin Diesel had like the other second grossing, like highest grossing for him was Triple X: Return of Xander Cage. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Who went and saw that movie? I mean, uh, and why? I, well, and it's and it's the third one in the series. Yeah, so, and the second uh, one was garbage. <laughs> Arguably, the first one wasn't wasn't that great. I mean, I have it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make the jump to Blu-ray. No, oh no, just... definitely not. I don't ever need to buy that movie again. <laughs> I think about like like that's how you like over time. 
that's how I, I gauge what movies are like my favorites. Yeah. Or like what movies are like worth. It's like you look at somebody's like movie collection. It's like, oh, that one's back on VHS, eh? You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, you, you left it there. You loved it that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about. I don't know. But either, this week Chris. we're going to talk about all the the stuff you can. Uh, enjoy this year what have you been up to this week john so i mean the new year like new year happened like i mean i uh i was sick right up until then like right yeah. up until like a, a, a day before or something like that right up until like the weekend um as everyone knows who listened to last week you know i just had a cold and uh and just kind of chilled played some destiny um that sort of thing but then after that I have caught up on like whatever TV like released this week, mm. so I'm like I'm I'm current on some things. Uh, Marvel's Runaways is really good. Uh, Agents of Shield, my goodness, mm-hmm. what a show! That show has like really? this, yes. All right. The last like last year and then this year specifically, like each season has progressively gotten better. And uh, last season, it blew me away with its different three different storylines. Like rather than doing like a, a both, like here's half the season, here's half the season. Yeah, they broke it into thirds, okay. which felt really like things were happening every single episode. There was no like cushion episodes. Nice. Like it was just uh, rapid fire all the way through. And then yeah. right after that, like this season picked up right where that one left off, and we went to space, and uh, and that's been wild. So. Yeah, so it's been a like that one's in its first third still because uh, it started late because of uh, Marvel the Inhumans show which was garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good. It was it was not good. No. Um, but they did like an IMAX like release of the first two episodes of the Inhumans show, and I was just like, why? Oh, no, apparently it was super weird too. Like it still had like. Like the breaks for for commercials and stuff were the, there. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it was just not. It's not weird. That's so strange. Yeah. Like it's sitting in an IMAX theater, it dims down, and like you, you know, it's, what? That's so strange, Chris. Anyway, so that that aside, that that show has been really good. So ca- caught up on both of those things. Two Marvel properties, surprisingly. Nice. Um, and then I actually dove into the uh, DLC for Forza Horizon. Three, nice. um, the Blizzard Finally. Mountain DLC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I bought it uh, a couple weeks ago because it was Mountain's on sale. Phenomenal! My goodness, isn't it? Can I just lay out there like how good this game was, and yeah. then how like this changes it and makes it even better? Yeah, like it's so wild. Like I, I got in there and I was like, oh, this is gonna be fine. Like you, gonna do the same thing, but it's you don't do the same things. No. Um, it, they have you this three star system rather than it being just like, oh, you have to get a certain number of fans or mm-hmm. a certain number of points before you can unlock more activities. Um, but they have like a star system where there's a one star if you finish the race yep. or, or finish the event, two stars if you finish in this, first, yep. and then three stars if you finish in first and yeah. you do a certain challenge. It's like a modifier, basically. And so like you can, it can be like a drift thing. So it's yeah. like, there was a couple times where like I finished the race and I'm like barely in first and I didn't do the drift thing and I'm like, I got to replay this race. For anybody getting extreme deja vu, this is the exact same thing I was raving about. <laughs> what, six months ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you picked it up. You picked it up like right away, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Week it released, I picked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, dude, this thing is awesome and I'm, I'm having a great time. That's awesome. Funny story. I was driving around, you know, just, you know, rock, rocking it out down the mountain and I accidentally went off of a ski jump. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I just yeah. was flying all of a sudden. It's just like the <laughs> ground just drops out from under me. And I'm like, whoa. 
Super fun times, man. That's awesome. Um, something I will say, something that is uh, is unique about the Forza Horizon uh games the achievements that they have are really good mm. um i don't know like some of them are impossible like to 100 percent unless like you live and breathe this and do like every single race and every right. single like, i think there was one where it's like start a championship from every single location and it's like if i do that that is gonna be my life yeah because there's hundreds of locations um but there are really fun ones. Uh, specifically, there was one, uh, like I, I looked at the DLC and I was like, okay, which ones can I just do uh, naturally? And so they're like, you have to buy specific cars and like trick them out certain ways. But like there was one I was doing uh, last night and it was called Snowdown. Mm. And so you have to drive the 2016 Nissan Titan Warrior Crunch. It was a big truck, a yeah. Nissan truck. Yeah. And you have to smash through 10 snowmen. <laughs> and so i'm in this truck i'm like all right this is awesome and it's like a truck that i wouldn't normally like reach for and like drive but i'm like in this truck now and i'm like where are these snowmen and i'm just driving through neighborhoods you know careening down uh down alleyways looking for snowmen to smash and it's not like they have like highlighted on them or anything it's literally just there in the world yeah and you smash through them and you get an achievement it's awesome it was very fun very fun what have you been up to this week chris um i talked a little bit last week about um some of the stuff that I got for Christmas. So I've been playing all that. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I still have yet to dive into Star Wars Battlefront. I have yet to if, even install it yet. Maybe so. that tells you like my excitement level for it. I don't know. Like, I really... kind of sucks, but I, 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 I really want to play Like I'm, I'm excited about the campaign. I don't know. That whole thing just kind of left a weird taste in my mouth. But I'm excited about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, So for our... Dean and I celebrate our anniversary, our Eighth wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, she got me uh, the first two volumes of um, the World's Finest, New 52, World's Finest, the Power Girl and Huntress. That's awesome. Uh, series. Very I, mean, cool. I didn't read that. I didn't pick it up. So this is the thing. I was, before the New 52 came out, I had been cl- uh, reading the Power Girl comics. I really like Power Girl like as a character, so I like she's basically the female version of Bruce Wayne in that she's like this super rich tycoon and business tycoon, but has this alternate identity. Only she's Superman. Like she's Supergirl from Earth Two or whatever. Right, right. And so like it's just a different take on that same kind of idea. You know, the Oliver yeah, yeah. Queen, you know, kind of person. But actually with powers. But with actual powers this time, <laughs> yeah. Rather than just like, hey, I have technology. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rather than your superpower being super, super I'm super rich. That's my superpower. Super maths. <laughs> yeah. She. Uh, she. So I. I like. I always liked that spin on like the, on that take on a character like that. Um, and when New Fifty Two came out, they got rid of the Power Girl comic. I'm like, this doesn't. Well, okay. Never reading that again because like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't until honestly almost the end of New Fifty Two. Whenever I. I, th- I think I was. I picked happened to pick one up or something. You told me about Power Girl. Yeah, the world's finest. She was like in there, and I'm but like, she didn't have her what? own title. But it yeah. was like it was a combo between her and Huntress, yeah. and it's like I didn't realize until like a few months <laughs> in that it was happening. Yeah, and so then I remember having that conversation where you're like, "What? Yeah, what?" <laughs> so I and I and honestly, I just kind of like never picked it up. Yeah. Um. But she uh, so she got me the first two volumes of that. So I'm 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 going reading through that. It's really good. That's awesome. I um. I don't know. Like I, I liked what they did with the new Fifty Two. It weirds me out that they have stopped doing it. But 
I think a lot like so that was such a big swing from where they were at with yeah. this like huge sprawling thing and they're like, okay, we're gonna just drill down, get to the core of what things are, but and I think reduce it, the number of titles that we put out. I and think it, it 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 simplified things, which is what they were going for. Yeah. Where it was like, hey, here's the here's the origin of, you know, Power Girl and Huntress. Okay. Cool. But it also did things that were like that like fans didn't like where it would remove some of their favorite characters, like Power Girl at first. Right. So like where yeah. it's like she wasn't introduced until like year two. Well, they should have communicated that better. Like yeah. I don't know. Put, I mean, could, listen, the th- we were really into the new 52 when it launched. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of the titles. I think I bought most of the titles. Not all like of them, the but issue most. ones and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, you know how they, they'll they put out those, uh, those inserts, or maybe you can pick them up at your comic shop. It's just a card that says, hey, here's all the comics in this series, the rebirth yeah. series or whatever. This is what you need to pick up. Yeah. Maybe pick up, like, hey, if you were reading Power Girl, now read World's Finest. Right. If you were reading blah, blah, blah. Now read this. I also like, don't know. Like they slowly tried to course correct. Like they they removed a bunch of the characters that people loved, and even like people from like the Batman, like the the extended Bat family. Right? Yeah. They would re- they removed some of them, and they changed their origin stories, or they brought back, or they they got rid of a uh, spoiler um, who had like adopted the mantle of Batgirl yeah. and brought back uh, Barbara Gordon, and it's like they did those weird things. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, I don't know about this. And then they slowly were like, they started figuring out who people wanted them to bring back and started working them in. And then they got to kind of this healthy place of like, oh, this is like New 52, but it's sort of that middle ground between New 52 and what we used to have. And then they hit the reset button again, which I don't understand. Like uh, that's the part of it. And that's, like, and that's, that's the, the part of the story where I was like, ah, that's, that's where they lost me. I, well, and, and that's where they lost. I mean, we've gone over this many times. So I, like, I don't. I don't have a pull box at a comic shop anymore. I'm literally into just like I'm just gonna read these things and graphic novel. I do read some digital comics, like I've been reading the um, the Lights series, but that's an independent thing. Yeah. Um, I I do pick up some of the Star Wars comics here and there. Like I was doing like nothing but Star Wars comics for a while. Yeah. Um. I don't know. You know, like it's just like I don't mind either. This, this is what I, this is what I think. This, okay. is, my, this is my view. Let me just lay this out there. Okay. Either they need to just have a mainline comic that just stays there, okay? Mm-hmm. Or limited run series. Yeah. Like, I la- actually like the fact that the Darth Vader Star Wars series was 25 issues. Yeah, and it had an end. It was actually, I mean, sure, it was a long series, and mm-hmm. if you were going to collect the whole thing, and they weren't super clear up front about it ending, but, like, I'm actually okay that it ended. Yeah. It, it was a really good series, mm-hmm. and it allowed them to tell some really compelling stories within there. And it was long enough to feel like a, a long-running comic without feeling like a mini-series, you know? Because yeah. those, those feel largely self-contained. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, it's kind of the, the difference between 22 episodes TV series like we have on network television versus, like, the 10-episode series we get on Netflix. I much prefer the 10-episode series. Unless it's just, like... You know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where it's like, or Bob's Burgers, you know, yeah. like, it doesn't matter how many, if you make a 90-episode season, they'll still watch it, you know? Right, right. But whenever it's, you know, something like Stranger Things, or um, even like HBO does it with Game of Thrones and right. True Detective, you know, like, things that are, like, you know what this is. This is a self-contained, like, story. And usually, like, to jump on board, there's not so much of an investment that you have to make no. in the first place, yeah. you know? Well, I think yeah. about, I, don't like, to, I don't have to read all 800 50 issues of right. the series to figure out where we're at. Right. Well, even like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like I was saying, like one of my favorite shows from like last season, 
they split it into thirds because of that. Because mm. it's like I, we mm-hmm. can tell a better story, like get actually get places in three distinct segments rather yeah. than doing like one or two. You know, it's like rather than it being yeah. twelve episodes, it's literally like it whittles it down to like twelve episodes for half a season and twelve episodes for the other half. Yeah, it like whittles it down into like eight nine episodes, and it's like this is wonderful. How many how many movies was The Hobbit? The Hobbit was three movies. So three or four? Was it four? No, it was three. Did they split the last book into two? Uh, or the, I mean, the last movie into two? <laughs> I was about to say, it's all one book, man. I feel like it might be three. You're right. It might I be a trilogy. Anyway, it's that. It's like, this story would be better served. Maybe I could see making it two movies, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. splitting it in in Merkwood or something like that. And yeah. that's, the, that's where it feels like it changes anyway, once you get to Smog and all that. Yeah. Um... Don't elongate things. And that's where I think like whenever you're like, well, I, we have an unlimited amount of issues to tell this story. Let's just do all these like random things. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. This feels terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and then it's like that the, the Hobbit is an interesting example because like you have that entire final movie was basically like an extended battle. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch like two and a half hours of a battle. Right. And like that's somehow times how like I mean they but, stretch out. Oh, here's four and a half episodes of something, you know. And true, it's like, oh but then my you look goodness. at Return of the King, and Return of the King got you know out won Oscars was phenomenal. But Chris, that was two different battles, and we had true. the Frodo Sam thing. True. Going yeah, on. agreed, agreed. It's totally different, and that was a different Peter Jackson. And it was literally like those movies, the the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. That is some of like the best media that we have like those movies are so good i did a lot of uh so this is i was actually talking to dd about this the other day um tens chris i was doing a lot they are tens doing a lot of reading over the over the break and i was like one of my goals this year is to actually finish is to finish four books john i have this bad habit only four books listen i finished zero books in 2017 here's a question for you though how many did you start a lot (laughs) probably like 20 I read a lot of okay. things. Okay. I don't finish okay. them. But then I also like read all these articles. You know, like the other yeah. day I was reading some article about how like some guy at Kodak Film in the 1940s uh, had somehow figured out that radiation was getting into the water supply across the country in Vincennes, Indiana because of the atomic bomb tests out in uh, New Mexico and uh, Nevada uh, because of the water that was used in the cardboard that went around X-ray film it's amazing (laughs) now it would cloud it up anyway like i'm so i go into these deep dives anyway i was reading this thing i don't know this is a really long i was reading this thing it was it was it was basically doing a synopsis and kind of looking back at the two towers and like uh making positing that we haven't there hasn't been a better um a better war scene since the two towers and the battle of helms deep I mean, that's true. I mean, you watch that thing, man, and it's still brutal, and it's still really, really good. It's long, but it feels like it has its ebbs and flows, and it has its story arc. And it's, it, even it's at that, good. like, we have, like, I remember, okay, that's a, a unique movie, because, like, I remember coming out of that movie mm. being, like, disappointed. Really? Like, that it, because it wasn't, like, they did, like, these weird divergent things from the book in that movie, and I was like, 
that's strange because I was literally reading the book as like with Arwen and all them. Well, even like uh, Sam and Frodo take a a like massive trip over to whatever town that is over there. Like they take a detour. True. Yeah. It's like that didn't right. happen in the book. And no. I remember literally just coming out of that movie being like, this didn't happen. But then like over time, I'm like, no, that's way better. Like mm-hmm. you could like. You yeah, had to do that. And isn't Treebeard's part different? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that whole thing's different. Well, and then even in the like in in the final scene with with Frodo and uh, and Sam, like he literally comes face to face with uh, a oh what is it? Nazgul? The, yeah, one of the Nazgul, and and that's literally like in the town adjacent to yeah the uh, the the gigantic white city, and it's like, well, that never happened in the in, but like the mm-hmm. way that it works with that movie, yeah, those changes that were made make it better as a movie. Like it just, yeah. it works. If you'd done it the, the way that the book was like verbatim, well, it the would climax not wouldn't be this. There would be no climax. Right. It wouldn't feel right. Yeah. Because, because the, like literally that book just flows into the next. Well, the, yeah, the book is, is built like with like, isn't Helm's deep first, like the first ha- like yeah. half and the second half is just Frodo and Sam. Yeah. That you don't book go is, back. You don't go back and forth. Yeah, you don't go book. back and forth. It's yeah. just split straight down the middle or it's like, this is what happened to this yeah. group. This is what happened to the other group. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, it's a weird read. But like as a movie, it works so well to make those changes and to like make those connections between like you get to see what was happening in this other place without there being like a weird arbitrary scene being like, this is what was happening in the town, you know, because Frodo and Sam actually go there. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, well, I don't know. Where did all these enemies come from? Where did these Nazgul fly out of? And it's like, we know that because they went there. So anyway, over time, that's one that I was disappointed in whenever I first saw it. And then over, over the years, it's like, again, it's... A ten, like it's I mean, that's my, so that's good. my favorite movie of the of the trilogy. Yeah, Two Towers is my favorite. Yeah, I think like it, it definitely has like that moment of like, well, we won, but also like they couldn't get worse than this, and it's yeah. like that is that 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 sort of a thing is it. It's hard to do. It's hard to pull off the whole like. Well, we won this battle, but we're still screwed. You yeah. know, it's well, and, and they do it so well in that movie. I don't know why. Like, I just like really connect and I love with love Rohan and the idea that the king's been under this spell and just been like, just like, you know, keeping them completely ill prepared for this. And the mm-hmm. the um, the fellowship has to show up and help them fight off this other group while Frodo and Sam try to go get help from the. It's like this is a group at like this is. They're at their wits' end, man. Yeah, like they don't know what Frodo's doing. He ran off with the ring. Like, right. They're just like trying to keep the the hinges on everything, and like, right. okay, we gotta we gotta convince this guy to like, you know, he needs to prepare for war because if he doesn't, they're all gonna die. And there's yeah. that their line in the movie from Aon. She's like, you know, like the women need to fight because like those who those who what is it those who don't carry a sword sword can still die by one. Yeah. And like, oh man, okay, that's and then you got them going off to get the trees, and it's like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's definitely like the, the ensemble aspect of that. Is that, that also movie. where Gandalf fights um, uh, Saruman? No, that was that's in. Well, that uh, hang on, that might be at the beginning of that. I think that's in. I think that's in Two Towers. Yeah, because he jumps off the side. Nope, 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 nope. That must be in Fellowship. Because he gets kidnapped, waylaid, and that's why he's not in. Uh, that's why they have to team up with Aragorn in uh, Bree. That's why he wasn't there, and he flies away and re like reunites with him, and then he goes down he and dies. fights the Balrog. But when does he come back as as uh, as white the White Wizard Gandalf the White? Um, 
That might be in this one too. That might be in Two Towers as well. I don't know. I'll have to go. I feel like I'm like way off now. It might. I might be as well. Um, but dude, I need like, to rewatch this. It sets up like it sets up so many different things like that that pay off really hard in Return of the King as yeah. well. And like that's such a hard thing to have like a movie that stands well, alone and stands alone as its own kind of narrative and thing, yeah. but also sets up so well this other thing like it's it's just that that trilogy is perfect that's man. my that's my one thing with return of the king that i like i don't think return of the king works well as a standalone film and i sometimes i'm more of a stickler about this than i should be i think sometimes i try to like i was thinking about this earlier um with i don't know what i was thinking about but return of the king doesn't really work without the other two movies yeah in a way because i mean it's it's a lot of wrap-up yeah it's just literally the conclusion. Well, I mean, like, and even your... It's, it's, it's like you said, the third movie of The Hobbit was just a gigantic war. Right, but I mean, even in, like, Return of the King, they have to wrap up with, uh, like, Saruman, and they have to wrap up yeah. with, like, Worm ta- or Worm Tongue and, like, like all that is in the extended edition or whatever, but, like, they have to do a lot of, like, here's the loose ends, and yeah. we're just tying them up, you know? And, and uh, whereas the those constraints are not put on either of the other two movies, right. you know? Although, like, by the time you hit Return of the King, man, you're just like, this, it's time. Yeah. This is all gotta, it's, just da- it's, it's all running now. Well, and you mentioned that, like, you get the, the vibe of, like, we don't even know what's happening with Frodo and Sam. And, like, they pay that off. They pay, pay that idea off in Return of the King, where they're yeah. sitting there and it's like, they're trying to, like, imagine where they're at or whatever. I think it's a Gandalf and, uh, and uh, Aragorn conversation. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, we just have to, have to do our best here. Hope they're doing their best there. Like you, you know, you know that they're still on their way. And yeah. It's like, well, awesome. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. There's lots of things that pay off in that movie. We've gotten on to another huge <laughs> tangent. What else have you been up to this week? <laughs> We're still in that segment. Chris. Oh my gosh. Um, honestly, uh, just I mean, not a lot. You know, just, <laughs> just chilling. Yeah. I, I mean, I, t- I spent most of the break just like. Doing what I wanted when I wanted, you know, like sleeping whenever I was tired and, you know. It's awesome. I watched a bunch of Seinfeld. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm sure there's other things I'm not remembering. But... <laughs> You'll remember them eventually. Yeah. yeah. But Chris, before we get into all of the preview, mm. I think we have some news. <laughs> All right, John. The news, Chris. The news. I um, wanted to hit a couple of things. The first one I don't think I sent to you. All right. So. Well, actually, I'll do that last. (laughs) There's some news from Wonder Woman 2. To my previous point, (laughs) Uh, Patty Jenkins says that Wonder Woman 2 will be totally different from the first film she said quote we're actually making a totally different film with a lot of the same similar like things that we love but it's its own movie completely so it's not two to us like number two it's an entirely new adventure together Mm -hmm. that we couldn't be lucky luckier to do Mm -hmm. um the rumor is that it's gonna take place uh in the cold war in the 1980s which would be really cool what i love is they're approaching this as a standalone film this isn't like some weird continuation of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, and they're just going out to make a good movie. 
That's yeah. what I want to see from sequels. Yeah. That's what I want to see from franchises. That's why I don't like Civil War, you know, yeah. like those types yeah. of things, you know. Well, I also I also love the idea that it's like different, like that it's completely different. We're like we're not retreading some yeah. of the same stuff and it's like we're not going to retell the same story or whatever. I actually like the idea of like kind of time hopping, you know, with like this. For sure. I mean, we kind of did with Captain America, like where we were in World War uh, one, yeah, and jumped or no, two World War two, yeah, uh, and jumped to uh, present day, but that was really the only one. Mm-hmm. I like the idea with Wonder Woman of like, okay, we were in World War one and we're in the Cold War, like, I mean, the next one could be like in the Iraq War or something. I don't know, who knows? I mean, I feel like it, it's interesting to do this with the only real, like, critically successful as well as like commercially successful DC movie universe movie that we've had, um, because you're essentially saying, well, we're just making a standalone thing. Whereas yeah. like Marvel is out there, like they, all of their movies like tie together really well. And like, they all get from point A to point B in the global scale of things. Um, unless they're introducing like a new character, yeah. like so many times, like you have Dr. Strange was kind of a standalone thing. It was really cool. Um, like guardians one was a really, you know, was a, was a, a standalone thing, kind of a really cool thing. But like even, even guardians two, like there are definitely like things where they had to end up in a certain spot. Um, yeah. as far as those characters go, so that they could then connect with Thor and Hulk, who right. also had it up in a certain spot, which is like, it's the third one in that movie. So it's like, I find this very cool that this is not going to be like, yeah. this isn't going to shoehorn in the universe. This isn't going to try to get us to like this global place where all it's of a sudden... It's not going to be like, here's the backstory of Steppenwolf. Exactly. We're not going to, we're not going to be like, oh, and all of a sudden we're going to introduce these characters that really don't belong here like we did in like Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um. So like, I, I'm very in, on board for this and I was like, they with what they did with Wonder Woman one, like yeah. if they can, could just do whatever you want and not have to do even the standard superhero beat up a big bad guy thing. Right. What does that look like? This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So in. Microsoft has discontinued the Connect adapter for the Xbox One X and S. We talked about whenever they discontinued, didn't we? Did we talk about when they discontinued the Connect? I don't know if we did. Microsoft has also discontinued the Connect, if you haven't heard. They did that la- late last year. Um, as an accessory, they uh, decided to discontinue that. Um, and now they have discontinued the only way for you to connect it to any new console that you buy since the old models are all out of production. So it is officially dead. Um, and if you own one and you want to connect one to your Xbox One X in the future, if you haven't bought one, you should probably buy one of these adapters. Yeah. If you can find one. That's me. Cause I have the connect. I really like the connect. Yeah. I eventually will upgrade to an Xbox One X. Yep. But the adapter is not available on Amazon right now. So I'm going to have to do some hunting, see yep. if I can find this thing somewhere, um, and purchase it for a r- ridiculously high price in my mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were $50 originally. Like, yeah. I paid 50 bucks for mine. Yeah. Um, and now they're. Amazon like, third twice party that sellers much. were like over $100 yeah. today. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I mean, this is the thing. The weird thing is that. Like PlayStation still plays, sells the PlayStation Eye because you need it with PSVR. Yeah. I don't know if people would buy it other than that. Like people don't. I mean, there's no functionality other than that, really. Other, well, other than like other Skype, than like, yeah, Skype and voice commands and stuff like that. Like you can still do voice commands. Um, I'm just kind of like that. Like those Connect died hard, man. <laughs> I'm hoping. What I'm hoping is that because like the voice commands on on the Xbox are, are really nice. I'm hoping 
that they release some sort of a, a microphone-esque peripheral where it's like an Alexa or like yeah. something like that that you can plug into your USB thing yeah. and you can talk to it. I've That's also, all I really use. I don't really use the camera. Yeah. Um, and, no, I never do. And so it's like literally just the voice commands. But Chris, hmm. in 2018 now, mm-hmm. it's hard to imagine that in the future, I will be talking to less of my devices yeah. rather than more. Yeah. Because like I love talking to Siri. I love talking to my Xbox. Yeah. We have Alexa in the house. And it's like... I want to be able to tell my devices what I like to turn on or turn off or like yeah. do like to a device that I can't talk to anymore. Like that feels very, well, I mean, very and, odd. And they have Cortana. Like they developed Cortana as an AI, like, and it's built into the Xbox now. Like why do all that? And then just discontinue the way to talk to her other than wearing a headset mic. Yeah. You know, that's, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. Um, I really liked the Connect. A lot of people didn't really. I think a lot of people were just ambivalent toward it. Um, they would rather it just not be there. Well, uh, because I think, they didn't want to pay for it. I think a lot of people who were ambivalent towards it had to buy it with the Xbox. And, one. I, and I will say, most of the time, I don't like even use it anymore for like recording game clips. I just do the whole like double tap my mm. home button, and press X kind of thing. Interesting, because like that's easier to me than. Uh, Screaming, hey, Cortana, record that or whatever. <laughs> we so probably just recorded the whole rest of the party. Like, here's that. You know, I would try to mute myself whenever I would do it, but. Yeah, but you might as well, in that case, you might as well just like yeah. flip over and, and yeah. do it. Yeah. So, I mean, really, all it comes down to is being able to turn it on and off with my voice. And then it turns on my TV and all that kind of stuff, which is nice. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, like with you, you could ch- technically change channels with your voice too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, and I do that all the time too. There's a lot of things that are nice well, about it. And, so. and it's like, if you don't remember, like, I don't remember what channel TBS is because I always just say, hey, Cortana, watch TBS. That's crazy, man. She goes to TBS. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to have to figure out, uh, I'm going to have to find one. Um, hopefully, not at an exorbitant price. Moving into some TV news, Animaniacs has been ordered for. A two-season revival on Hulu. What? I know. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Steven Spielberg is producing again. Uh, executive producing. Um, let's see if there's... Uh, is the uh, is the original with, voice cast back? That's my question. Like mm-hmm. Rob Paulson and, uh, and, and and the original... Original Animaniacs Well, it will again cast. focus on the Warner Brothers, Yako and Wako, and Sister Dot. Trio has escaped Warner Brothers' water tower for being locked up there for quite a long while. With their newfound freedom, Yako, Wako, and Dot became, begin causing plenty of chaos. Fan favorite characters, Pinky and the Brain, will also make appearances in each new episode. Uh, Steven Spielberg, this is from IGN, by the way. Steven Spielberg will executive produce the reboot with Warner Brothers Animation President Sam Register and Amblin Television co-presidents Justin Falvey and Daryl Frank. No one cares. No word yet if the original cast of Rob Paulson, Jess Harnell, Tress McNeil, Maurice Lamarck, and Sherry Stoner will return. Oh, man. With this revival, Hulu has also landed exclusive streaming rights to all of the original episodes of Animaniacs, along with Pinky and the Brain. Yes. The subsequent Pinky, Elmira and the Brain, and the entire Tiny Toon Adventures collection. You can start streaming these episodes right now, John. Reports last year suggested that Warner Brothers Animation and Amblin were interested in developing a new version of the cartoon after its surge in popularity on Netflix. So I can add Pinky and the Brain to my queue right now. Apparently. Oh my goodness. Is it in HD? Because like, that's I don't the know. thing. I don't, they haven't released it in HD, like Blu-rays of them. And so you just get like DVDs and like I, I watch my DVDs, but my goodness, I'm going to find this Animaniacs out right now. ran for a total of 99 episodes, airing from 1993 to 1998 on Fox Kids and Kids WB. The show eventually spawned a spinoff in Pinky and the Brain. 
It's pretty awesome. I'm pumped. I, uh, we used to, I mean, used to, we used to watch them like, I mean, I feel like Animaniacs was on every day. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember whenever I watched Pinky and the Brain uh, all the way through for the first time, like, it was on every single day at 3 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, and I was, I was like, bummed if I couldn't couldn't catch it one day or whatever. So, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome, dude. I'm excited. I really do hope the original voice cast is back, though. Like, I mean, they're all, like, they're all out there and available, so I don't see why they wouldn't. But I also see, like, you know, you have... So like uh, the Ducktales, like whenever that came back, they they had to change the voice cast because you know some of them have 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 died at this point. Right. Um. Whereas this, it's like everybody seems to be out there and available. Doesn't look but... like it's, an, it's not in HD. They okay. haven't like remastered these things. It's okay. Still four by three and and looks pretty standard def. Okay. Still, I mean, hey, they're available at the very least. They're they're streamable, which is awesome. Yeah. Previously only on DVD, so this will look better than DVD. And it's like it's got at, to at that point. Who's gonna like? Who's gonna pop in their DVD like and let the you know let let your kids watch it or whatever? Like, there's gonna be a whole new audience that is able to watch oh, yeah. this, which is so awesome. It's amazing. Some of the uh, some of the more current jokes and references may not uh, <laughs> <laughs> may not be as uh, the kids will be like what? What? But yeah. Anyway, that's awesome, dude. Um, last piece of news. The one you didn't send me. The one I didn't send you. Teased it way earlier. Well, it happened. Yeah, it happened uh, on my way here, I guess, or right before I I. Uh, what is going on with all these notifications and Hulu? So weird. Just disconnect, Chris. Um, tweeted out by HBO PR, which is why they have to have a PR Twitter account. I don't know. And why they're breaking news like this. I don't know. It's official. Game of Thrones will return for its sixth episode, eighth and final season in 2019. Yeah, I saw that. Great. Yeah, you got to wait a whole other year. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Like... And this is like the last season too, yeah, it's man. The final season, man. And it's like this is it's gonna be. I, I would and imagine it's shorter, shorter than normal. Yep. I would imagine it will be t- like two years by the fr- like fr- from the start of whatever the last season was oh, to, yeah. the, to the start of whatever this Definitely. season is. Like, and that's nuts. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> um, so yeah, just um, stringing everybody. You're hoping Chris. to uh, see the conclusion of that series. This year, you're you are out of luck. So we, the reason I wanted to include this here is because we will not be talking about that in our 2018 preview. No, because it's not coming. We'll be talking about that in our 2019 preview next year, a year from now. <laughs> we will be talking about Game of Thrones <coughs> season eight. Dude, I feel like this is. This That's is weird, se- dude. This is the series slash like franchise that just will not end. Just won't. Go away. I mean, I'm not that fine. I necessarily want it to. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's like we've been talking about this the the final season and the like. We've been talking about oh, it's the final book or whatever, and they split it into you know whatever it's split into. And it's like oh, we've, we've surpassed where the book is at. We've been talking about the end of this thing for what I feel like has been four years at this point. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, when did? Hang on, I'm gonna see when when uh, season one came out. And it's strange to all of a sudden like have two years between seasons. <laughs> yeah, like out of the blue. It'd be weird. It'd be one thing if they, cause, like, I think Westworld yeah. is going to have like two years between each season. Right. Well, I mean, and like uh, shows like Sherlock um, on like BBC or whatever, like they, they'll do that where it's like, oh, we can come back for four episodes, and that's largely because the the talent, like the actors, are just not available. Um, yeah. you know, between, between everybody that, that has to be in one place at a time, you know, that they, they just can't get everyone together. And so 
they'll have like two years or they'll be like, Oh, and this year, you know, this season is just a Christmas special. And it's like, okay, sweet. You know, but to have it just out of the blue with no precedent, it's, it's going to be two years is very, very strange. 2011 is when it came out. It's wild, man. Yeah. It's wild. That's the news. All right, Chris. All right. The year is 2018. Yep. And uh, and we're looking forward to some entertainment. How do you want to do this? You want to come up with 2018 different things that we're looking forward to? Oh, you know, my just... gosh. No. <laughs> um, I say we start with... Um, we're going to choose 18 things that we're looking forward to. I say we start with comics, because I don't think there's that many. Then we move to television. Okay. Um, then do some movies and games. Cool. Should we do movies last? <sighs> movies might be last. Uh, I feel like that one's the most extensive one because that's largely, that's the one... That's the one we need to keep a tally on and figure out how many we're going to see this year. Right, and that's also the one where we actually have hard dates, where I feel like yep. for, for so much later on in the True. season... Uh, or later on in the year, we don't have dates for games, yeah, and we don't know what television will uh, will not get canceled, right. as well as like what television will start up. So. We'll make this ex- as extensive as we can, without making this extremely long. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not an exhaustive list. No, but it is uh, should be fairly large. So I'm just gonna tell you, my comic list is pretty short. Okay. I have I have one big one that I yeah, wanted to so talk I'll about. let you talk about that one. Yeah. Um mine is just like I want to see the end of why oh, can't I think I keep uh, Oh gosh. It's the Watchmen sequel. Oh, uh you always forget the name Doomsday I know. Clock or Doomsday whatever it's Clock. Called? Yeah. Well, I don't know why I can't remember that. <laughs> Doomsday Clock. Literally um, the original Watchmen book has like a clock on the front of it. I know. I think yeah. Well, it's it, in the background or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it's in the background, yeah. I don't know. I need to reread Watchmen. But Such like good, they good have book. at the beginning, I think of each chapter, they have like the the newscast where it's like, oh, the dude, you know, the clock is <laughs> the clock is getting closer to twelve, you know, yes. or whatever. So, so Doomsday Clock. I'm looking forward to reading that. Yep. Other than that, I don't really have a lot of uh, a lot of things other than what you're going to talk about. Mine is Rust Volume Four by Royden Lepp. Yeah, dude. I uh, this is probably probably top five like it's definitely in my top five favorite graphic novel series and uh i don't know man this 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 book the fourth book it's uh it the way we left off with book three and as well as like entering into this book i uh i'm very excited to see where the story goes it is a very visceral kind of graphic novel series the art is amazing and uh and the story is really good as well uh, the, the package as well it's a hardbound kind of a thing if you buy the hardback really cool uh packaging so i'm excited to get the book and be able to feel it this book is is a uh, each book has been a different color one of them is kind of a a tan brown one of them is a blue one of them is a green this one is black um and is called uh rust soul in the machine and uh it's it's the universe that is Put forward in the uh, the graphic novel series, kind of a steampunkish uh, future, but it's in a rural setting, like on a farm, and so it's it's really intriguing. And there's lots of mystery that kind of goes through this entire series. And uh, yeah, we actually interviewed um, and had had Royden Lepp uh, on the podcast back in I think it was 2014, whenever uh, whenever the book 
volume three uh, last came out. And so we've been kind of looking forward to this for a long time. And, uh, and I'm, I'm very excited to get my hands on it. That's in, in early February, February 6th. Uh, that's whenever that book comes out. I've got it pre-ordered right now. That's awesome. If anybody hasn't read this series, definitely grab this series and uh, start with volume one and see if you like it. Agreed. Yeah, it's it's a phenomenal, phenomenal series. Um, and there was a there's rumors of a of a movie at some point. So yeah, I think it's like the it's kind of gotten in like it's in development still i think technically um but the way that those some of that stuff works is they they'll buy like rights certain companies will buy rights to the ip and i think last time whenever we talked to royden it was like well who knows if by the time they get get around to making the movie or get around to uh to releasing it if like robots and steampunk kind of stuff is even <laughs> cool anymore you yeah. know where and so if, it'll come back around though. it'll come back around yeah it's it's kind of at the whim of uh at the whim of of trends so definitely pick up this uh the, this book if you like the the series if you haven't even tried it like i said it's it's not a very big buy-in you can probably get yeah. it on amazon i think there's actually paperback versions of it as well they're definitely the paperback versions it's worth it to get the hardback versions the paperback versions are awesome i have one of them over there um but the hardbacks are such great packaging such a great like feeling to be able to hold this it's got really nice paper cardstock paper um it's all in kind of a sepia tone as well, which which makes the physical, like the, the hardbound book, feel even cooler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's mine, Chris. Nice. There's also, I forgot to mention, there's also um, a uh, series going on right now. I was just looking at what I'm reading or what I've picked up recently. Um, I, I read the first uh, issue of Journey to Star Wars The Last Jedi, Captain Phasma. So, like, I'm kind of, I, I'm liking it so far. I, I am interested to see... Like there was another um, another one shot. Let's see here. Uh, that was really cool. This is not looking forward, but this is. I, I have a point with this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going somewhere. We're there's going a one somewhere. shot called Star Wars: The Storms of Crate that I uh, picked up that I haven't read yet, and it's it's about like the, it's the planet that they ended up with uh, up on on uh, in Star Wars: The Last Jedi without it's getting salt. into too many too yeah the salt planet without getting into too many spoilers. Uh, but it's it's basically like. Luke and Leia are there apparently, and it's kind of like showing the origins of that. So my point is, I'm looking forward to more of that kind of stuff. Um, honestly, the Star Wars comics to me have done a, the best job of filling in some of the blanks in the Star Wars universe mm. um, since they rebooted everything, and um, I appreciate like showing the backstory to all these things. Yeah. Um, leading up to the the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, and so I uh, I hope that they do more of that in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying it. It can really help to like contextualize some of the characters that are there as well. Yeah. Um, in in the mainline movies, um, especially in the now, Phasma one is one that I have been really interested in in checking out as well, specifically because I there's think, also a Phasma book, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. That she's such a cool character, and yeah. it's like, well, where did she come from? How did she get here? Yeah. It's kind of the same sort of thing as uh, whenever Boba Fett kind of showed up in the mm-hmm. original series. It's like, well, who is this really cool looking character that, <laughs> that doesn't do a ton? Yeah, um, and dies in a very unglorious way. Yeah, glorious way. Well, and yeah, and he doesn't really actually even capture anybody. He just, right. just is a pretty terrible bounty hunter. It's like a UPS man, you know, <laughs> just just a space UPS person <laughs> delivering from Darth Vader 
to Jabba, uh, the, Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. Yep. <laughs> um, but he looks really cool. Looks really cool. And so cool. does Phasma. Like that's kind of and so like that's I I would I'm excited to kind of dive into some of those characters where it's like okay, what is you know what's the coolest story about this character because yeah. you know the, you don't get a ton of screen time with them. Yeah. So that's it for comics on my end. Me too. Television wise, um, I also don't have a ton. So this is the thing. I'm gonna let me let me um, talk about something real quick here. Normally for this, I don't, and I think um, last year I even had it. Um, I bring my like year preview magazine from Entertainment Weekly, and we kind of run through that. Um, they haven't put one out yet. They did normally the the new year the double issue is a preview hmm. issue. The double, the double issue this year was a retrospective looking back at 2017. And so So they're off by a week or two. Maybe if they even put I mean maybe they'll put it out and it'll be like a smaller version, but normally they'd only do like two like double issues a year and it'd be at the beginning of the year and the middle of the year. Yeah. Middle of the year would be a fall preview, beginning of the year would be a a uh just a yearly kind year of preview. That's interesting. I, I uh, maybe they're just like looking ahead and they're like, well, we don't have enough to fill up a double issue. Maybe I don't know. But I mean, I feel like there's a decent number of of movies specifically that are uh, are yeah, potentially coming out. Definitely. I mean, we have we have some um, lists. But TV. As far, as, yeah. As far as, as far as yeah. TV, the only thing that the one highlight that I want to talk about um, this is the the final season of New Girl um, comes out and That's premieres right. in the next couple of weeks actually. Yeah. Um, and so this will be the uh, the final season. Um, looking forward to seeing what that will bring. It's one of my favorite shows yeah. on television right now. Really looking forward to it. On uh, the note of final seasons, uh, final season of Rebels. Yep. Um, we'll be wrapping up uh, in the new year here. Which I need to catch up on, man. And it is so good. Um, I've watched, I watched the the premiere and that was it. it I kind of like, it, whenever I got out of The Last Jedi, I got out of uh, the, the last, you know, the movie, I, I kind of put it off for a minute because I hadn't caught completely up, and I was just like, ah, you know, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to dive it. But then I dove in, and it's so good. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's ramping up to a, an amazing point. And there, there are things where I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna, I don't know how they're gonna bring everything together in the end. Mm. Um, and so like that's also like really sad at the same time where I'm yeah. like, oh man, this show is really good. It, f- it does the same thing that you're talking about with the comics, where it really takes yeah. this time period, this kind of between, um. Uh, episode three and episode four, like, and it really goes deep into what's going on here, and it's it's telling like a unique unique story with a small group of people. Um, so you don't really get the larger world kind of stuff that's going on there, but they're involved in a decent amount of it, and they reference a lot of things that are happening at the time. Um, Mon Mothma showing up, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of different different characters that pop in and out. Even Leia's in in an episode of Rebels, and so. A very young Leia. Um, and so, like, you have this really cool group of people. I will be sad to see their storyline end. I'm also excited, potentially, in the next couple of years for that studio to uh, to announce what else they're working on. Like, what's what's the next thing? Um, so... We'll we'll see. I don't. That won't be anytime soon. That won't be within 2018. Probably we won't hear anything about that. We may see a preview at like Comic Con or at uh, Star Wars Celebration of like here's a logo for what we're working on next, or here's like the concept of it. We may hear some details, but it won't obviously won't go until 2019 or 2020. So yeah, yeah. But that final season, the uh, the second season of Westworld. I mentioned that earlier. Comes out this year. 
So that'll be uh, that'll be cool. It comes out this spring. It's gonna give me a chance to watch the first season of Westworld. <laughs> yes. Um, I the, and that's Amazon, right? Or is that HBO? Uh, no, it's HBO. HBO. So is yeah. it on Amazon Prime? Uh, Some HBO things are on Amazon Prime. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like I, uh, thought, I thought HBO, you had to have like you had to add it on to your Amazon Prime. Not subscription some or of it. Like really? like Newsroom is in there. It's on Weird. Amazon Prime just right. Like you, I've been watching some of that uh, recently, which is a really good show. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's a the. Uh, yeah. I'll have to look it up How? and see. Why would they do that? I don't know. That's a good question because on Hulu you do have to pay extra for it, where it's like get the uh, hmm. get the HBO package. Yeah. To, I mean, definitely de- definitely see. Yeah. Maybe they may get more money from Amazon if they have their their stuff on there. Um, but yeah, Westworld, awesome. Um, X Files is coming back to TV January third on Fox. Cool. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that that television. I never sh- watched the first. The, the, the I, I started series. watching like the first couple of seasons and I couldn't really get a ton into it. But so apparently, the uh, the new one is amazing and this this series apparently goes a little bit closer to what they achieved in the first original run. So, uh, black lightning premieres January 16th on the CW. I'm excited for that. That'll be, uh, it'll be fun to see, uh, what that's like. Someone enter the, uh, the Arrowverse, Yeah. Or whatever you call it. <laughs> the, the DC <laughs> television universe. <laughs> um, something that I have seen some previews for that I'm uh, interested in called the alienist on TNT. Looks pretty cool. Have you seen any previews for that? I have not. So let me try to read the synopsis if they have one here. Um, it's an adaptation of the novel by Caleb Carr about a psychiatrist investigating a serial killer in the 19th century New York. Um, seems like it will be pretty interesting. has some good actors in it. Oh, my gosh. Ads all over the place. Can't, can't go anywhere on the Internet these days without pop-up ads. Well, they got dude. They gotta pay, you know, pay for the the bills somehow. If I can't read the article though, <laughs> because of your po- and eventually I just get frustrated enough to uh, I just like leave. There are certain websites that like as I'm looking for like kind of deeper rumor gamer news rather than like rather than it being like official like yeah. IGN Polygon Kotaku kind of stuff. Like if I'm looking for like the the deep kind of like okay when is the, what's the rumor for this. There's some certain websites oh, yeah. I just won't even go to no. anymore. Like I've clicked, I'm like, I have, I have clicked on you too or, many times. Or it's like, okay, it's like, here's, uh, here's the 10 hottest rumors of the year or something. Right. And, and each click, one and is like on its own every page. page. And the one you want to see is on the last one. And you're like, I'm not clicking through this because every page right. has like three pop-ups. Right. Have you start? do you watch many videos on Facebook? Uh, yeah. I like occasionally like, I'll be like, oh, this is interesting. And then about 10 seconds in, it starts an ad. Yeah. I'll tell you what, and I, I literally Listen, will scroll on. I just, I just stop. I, I put, I put up with pre-roll ads. I put up with like banners popping up in the middle of videos. Um, I don't like whatever. I'm used to that kind of stuff. But in the middle of your Facebook video, if I have to watch another thirty second video for during the thirty second video, no. Like I just, I get so frustrated. I just like, I don't even watch the video. I leave it and nobody gets my attention right well i also find that it's really funny that right whenever they get out of the like the intro where they they basically present like a thesis to like whatever thing they're talking about and it's like and we'll tell you you know and we're about to find out like exactly how you do something or whatever and then the ad will kick in and it's like why it's because they want you to keep watching they want to tease you enough to where you just stay through the ad very rarely do i ever stay through the ad i literally will just scroll on 
Second season of Jessica Jones premieres March 8th on Netflix. So amped about it. Yep. I uh, need to, still need to watch the uh, first season. First season is, in my opinion, uh, the best Marvel slash Netflix show. There's a uh, another show called The Terror on AMC, executive produced by Ridley Scott, based on Dan Simmons' best-selling 2007 novel about a 19th century naval mission in the Arctic, complete with starvation, mutiny, and a monster. I mean, whenever we have all three of those things, any TV show, you know I'm on board, Chris. Yeah. Starvation, mutiny, and a monster. Uh, PBS on May 13th is going to premiere a three-part adaptation of Louisa May Alcott's Little Women. Features Emily Watson, uh, Maya Thurman-Hawk, and Angela Lansbury. Nice. Sounds pretty cool. Um, and then uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan is coming at some point to Amazon. Is that the one with uh, Krasinski or whatever? Maybe. I don't well, let's look it up. I'm pretty sure it is. Or Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yeah. Well, oh, no, like, yeah, the recent, there was a movie, right? There was a movie with him as Jack Ryan. I think. Wasn't there? Yeah, Called yeah, Jack yeah. Ryan. Yeah. I don't think he's not, I don't think he's in the series. This isn't the same one? Like, this, no, is, I mean, this isn't like well, the extension of that? Well, Jack Ryan has been played by Harrison Ford. Remember? Right. Well, and he also, he's, wasn't there the prequel to that, which was. Uh, well, then there was Ben Affleck yeah. played. Jack Ryan, and I think John Krasinski played him most recently, I believe. And then um, I don't know who who stars in this this version of it. I'm gonna find out right. right now, Chris. We'll find out. Move on to the next. It is him. Is it? Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah. Season one. Okay. Yeah, it's totally him, dude. All right. That's it. Coming cool. 2018. I like John Krasinski. Yeah. Whenever I'm also excited for. I mean, can we talk about that movie here in place? a minute? Yeah. yeah oh my goodness. One of the most intense trailers I've ever yeah. seen. So, yeah, um, I don't really have a whole ton other than that. I, like, So what's interesting is I used to lot, watch a lot of broadcast television um, and try to watch you know, things like The Walking Dead when it aired and things like that. But I, uh, I don't that much anymore. Like I watch everything pretty much on demand. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only shows I watch week to week are, are comedies like uh, – well, on Game of Thrones, whenever it's on, like if it's compelling enough, you know, I have to. Well, watch Chris, that. it's, uh, let me just tell you. It's not going to be on for a year. It's not going to be on for about a year and a half. And go ahead and cancel my HBO subscription for a year. <laughs> no, that's why Westworld is coming right <laughs> that's now. That's why Westworld. And they'll have ballers on there. And they'll have, yeah, like all the other things. <laughs> uh, the new season of Shoot Detective at some point, they're getting yeah. ready to start filming that. So that'll probably come out before. Honestly, that's, that's probably why they're delaying Game of Thrones. Is like, we need to come up with some other series, get people hooked, I continue mean, on. Yeah, I mean, that's why they have these other series, you know. <laughs> um, I kind of want to watch through the first season of uh, True Detective again. The like, What did you think of the second season? I mean, I, I haven't watched either, but like, I was about to say the good one. But, uh, you know. If you watch the second season, watch it, binge watch it. Yeah. I think that would be a better experience just rip than... Rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, just like go through it because there are some really, really cool episodes, but then there's just like filler episodes where yeah. like nothing happens. That's a bummer too because like in the first series, like it was it was one of those shows where like, oh, you can't miss it. Yeah. I mean, like, there's some you, crazy things that happen and the, the last episode of the series visually, so cool. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, Chris. Like, I, I watch, like, week to week, I'll watch a few shows. But, like, I don't yeah. watch... Uh, I, I end up have been binge-watching, like, everything after it's already aired and it hits Netflix or whatever uh, more recently. So, um, the only things that I've really been keeping up with are, are things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, The Runaways. Um, and uh, been keeping up with, like, a decent amount with Flash um, over on CW as well as... Um, Legends of Tomorrow, which Legends of Tomorrow, I've dropped off on that uh, pretty hard the last, like, I don't think I've watched the last two or something like that, but. Obviously, like, I'll continue watching um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Bob's yeah. Burgers, I've been watching The Mick. Um, so I feel like the investment Big on Bang those is, is so much lower because it's it's only a half hour. Yeah. And so whenever I'm sitting down to do something or I'm, like, you know, winding down for the night or whatever, it's, it's a way easier uh, thing to convince myself to watch. Right. Where I can just say, oh, I'm going to be here for the next 25 minutes to a half hour and then go to bed. Uh, whereas, like, even an hour show f- seems like it's a little bit more than I'm willing to give. Yeah. Uh, Winter Olympics happen this year. That's right. That's, that'll be pretty cool. Chris, you know in, me. In Whenever any Olympics is on, oh, yeah. I just live and breathe <laughs> the Olympics. Yep. I mean, they're awesome. Every, like it's it, I so many sports that I I really enjoy happen during the Olympics. Legion will come back. You've been watching that. Oh my gosh, I'm excited for Legion. Yeah. Season two of Legion is going to be wild. Season one of Legion was crazy and insane. I am excited to see how they up their game, <laughs> make it even crazier. But yeah, that's the TV, Chris. That's TV. Do we have uh, games? Yes. Okay. So uh, this this will be a little more structured as we go through these games. So what's well, so we t- set our most anticipated um, comic of the year. What's your most anticipated TV series? I'm gonna go ahead and say. I mean, I mentioned Rebels. Like that's probably the one that like I'm there, mm. but but that hasn't begun yet. So that hasn't begun yeah. their season. Legion definitely. Like yeah. it's it, again, Legion season one was one of my favorite things of 2017. So going into 2018, I'm like, can we top it? Can we match it? Whatever, you know. I'm definitely like I think New Girls my most because it's the final season. Yeah, I like I've talked before. Final how I, seasons take the cake, man. Well, and like I you know they they need to handle this well, and I mean I think they will. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Final seasons are really hard. I mean, uh, you look at things like Lost and like half the audience was unsatisfied with the final season of Lost and half the audience was like, yes, this is amazing. Um, and so to not have a divisive kind of an ending um, is hard. All right. So we're going to talk about some games. We have a list of games. Um, I'm going to highlight the ones that I think we will pay attention to yeah. and we'll review yeah. um, and play. Um, and these aren't in really any order because a lot of these don't have release dates as of right now. We just know that they are slated for 2018. So for all we know, they may not even end up in 2018. Yeah, I think the, the there are no or very few release dates past uh, March or April. Yeah. And like that's something that's really unique about the games industry versus like movies or TV or whatever because you literally don't know when in this year that these things are supposed to come out. Um, Whereas with movies like Marvel will be like, Oh, guess what? You, we know what you're going to be doing on June 2nd, 2021. Well, and I'm just going to tell you right now, like there's a lot of PlayStation four games in this year and Microsoft has really not announced anything. Yeah. Um, So 
Like, they're definitely like, and, and Phil Spencer has said they're playing the game of we want to announce things closer to whenever they release because yeah. they've been burned uh, in the past by re- announcing something way too or early. Like something like Skybound, you know, that they, or, or, or Scalebound. Scalebound. Yeah, that's what it was, Scalebound. Um, you know, like that was supposed to come out last year and <laughs> that got canned. You know, I think so. it was right around this time last year that we found out that that was canceled. Yeah. So, um, so like th- this is largely kind of like, okay, this is a lot of things will get announced between here now and the end of the year and probably things will get delayed and stuff like that. But this is our best look forward as of right now. We can do some speculation at the end. Okay. Uh, the first one I want to highlight is a way out. Boom. Yep. Uh, we've talked about this several times, but it looks phenomenal. It's uh, and I, dude, can't wait to play this with you because it's a two-player game where you play these two characters and you're breaking out of this prison. Um, it's really cinematic, like it's yeah. a split-screen experience, but it's not strictly like always split like right. horizontally or vertically. It changes depending on who's doing what and so as as one character is doing something the other character is in a different location doing something else yep. and then whenever you come together it will potentially merge the camera angles together into one yeah. shot and so like this that really cinematic way of of doing this it feels different and unique this is from the the developer of brothers and uh, tale of two sons and uh, that game has some really creative ways that you control and uh, solve the puzzles. Mm-hmm. And so it, this is a uh, third-person action-adventure game. It looks like or maybe Puzzler. I don't really know. Like, all we know is, like, the trailer looks awesome. It looks so so cool, and the concept is, is really interesting. Yeah. So. I, I love Prison Breaks, Chris. Yes. The, uh, the first season of Prison Break was pretty good. Um, but then it like took a dive right after that. I, I mean, also love I mean, Alcatraz how many, how many Island. Can you, how many times can you break out of prison? I mean, and then they broke back into the prison yeah. in order, and that's when I was like, mm, yeah. no, I'm, I'm out. That's like a, that's like a <laughs> bank robber breaking back into the bank to put the money back. That's like, it's, it's, it's literally Ocean's 12. And then, then saying, oh, I, we don't want to get caught while we're doing that. Right. Anyway, we can't just hand them the money back. Um, this is a game that we saw at E3, I think, for the first time. Anthem mm. by Bioware. This is one of those that I do not know if it's going to come I know, out. me too. It, I mean, it's, it looks very Destiny-esque. It looks very Destiny-slash-Division-esque, mm-hmm. I will say, um, because I think it's uh, third person, isn't it? Uh, at least I what think I there saw. were or, or some go back fir- and forth. Yeah, between. there were some first person sections, like yeah. whenever they were in the uh, the social space, as it were, or the the market, the bazaar, or whatever it was called. Uh, it was first person, but then as soon as they jumped down into the world, this open world, it turned into third person, which was really cool. Hopefully, that has a better reception than the uh, the Mass Effect um, Andromeda. It's a different development team like, this is. is the uh the proper like bioware is proper like yep. their their flagship team uh rather than kind of one of the offshoots the the support studios if you if you will yeah um but it looks really cool like i i if they can this is the thing I, like i'm starting to think like you're never gonna like please everyone you know especially with a a first release of a game, you know, whenever you like mm-hmm. compare, you know, people compare things to World of Warcraft all the time. And like, they've been developing that game for <laughs> 10 years. Man. They've blown like, up that world, that universe numerous times. Yeah. So like, th- you know, this is, it's kind of unfair, you know, to some extent. Um, but, you know, like if they can avoid some of the problems that Destiny 2's have, ha- you know, kind of encountered and things like the division, apparently the division's awesome now, but, you know, it's taken them two years. Yeah, like you know, so if they can if they can avoid some of that stuff and keep yeah. people, keep people engaged 
from start to finish um, along the way mm-hmm. and not drop off, mm-hmm. uh, I think they'll be in a good spot. Um, but I think... We'll, and, and they've got to do it, like this is EA we're talking about, they've got to do it without my, a ton of microtransactions. Yeah, I think the, the biggest concerns I have are the microtransactions. Um, the biggest excitement I have about that game is going to be the story. Like yeah. Mass Effect, especially like Mass Effect 2 and stuff, like they have a really good story. And uh, and so if you can infuse that with some really cool shared world shooter kind of gameplay, yeah. that sounds like it's right up my alley. Crackdown 3 is the only Microsoft exclusive game on our list. Uh, uh, sea of Thieves. Take that back. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Crackdown 3. Uh, Crackdown 3 was supposed to launch alongside the Xbox One X. Right. And um, it was delayed after, I don't know, like there was some weird, weird like um, previews, I think, of it um, around E3 time. And uh, it got delayed, and it's like, okay. You wonder if they did some like mock reviews well, and, and didn't is, get high enough scores, or the, or the footage like that they showed didn't look super impressive uh, to be running on the X, and like it was kind of like oh, look, all this stuff were blown up. You yeah. know, I'm like okay, well, whatever. Well, I even think about like something like um, Super Lucky's Tale, which launched on the same day as the Xbox One X. Yeah, it was at least really pretty on the Xbox True. One X. Whereas this game, if it's, this had launched on the same day as what they are billing and, and touting as the most powerful console ever, yep. then I think people like the screenshots and memes would just go crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about Sea of Thieves for a second. My goodness. Super end for Sea of Thieves. I totally for, how did I forget about that, John? I don't know. It's coming out in March, man. Yeah. It's very soon. Yep. They're supposed to have an open beta. I'm hoping... That they hit that open beta soon because we've uh, I've actually played that game a decent amount in in 2016 or 2017. Yeah. Because but, but I'm in the alpha and I can't talk about it. Like I'm NDA'd. Mm. Um, they're signed an NDA. You can't talk about it. Yep. But uh, potentially some of those experiences would have been in like last week's episode of like what are some of the most fun gaming right. experiences that you've had this year? Like there are two specific moments that were from that game that yep. I couldn't talk about last week Agreed. and can't talk about right now yep. because of the NDA. And I'm like, I want them to release me. Just let me talk about this game. It's yeah. a great game. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Well, yeah. Can you even say that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything good about our game. Come get me, Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, super fun for that game. Um, I, uh, I'm i interested to see what the final game is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm uh, excited about the prospect of getting in there with a large group of people. Yeah. That's all, all I'll say. <laughs> Agreed. The Crew 2 is coming out. Um, I was dis- If you remember, back... What two years ago? <laughs> that we would were, have been three years we ago. Were so ant for the crew, and it disappointed us. I was on fire for the crew, Chris. Yeah, and then it released two weeks or three weeks after Forza Horizon Two. Yeah, and after I played and the demo for Forza Horizon two, two and played the demo for the crew, I immediately bought Forza Horizon Two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one has like, you know, it looks like you can fly airplanes, you can do like off-road vehicles, uh, boats. Um, that sounds kind of cool. So we'll see. Planes. It's, it's also another one of those games that's been delayed. Planes, trains, and automobiles. That's... There's no trains, but <laughs> yes. That would be pretty amazing if there were though. It would be. I want to jump into some of the, the PS4 exclusive games. Days Gone um, is that that uh, zombie kind of post-apocalyptic 
Walking Dead kind of game. They're zombies, but they're not really called zombies. Yeah, another it's one, one of those. those. Yeah. Um, I don't know why everybody just doesn't call them zombies, man. You ride a motorcycle, kind of like Daryl in The Walking Dead. (laughs) This is Daryl for The Walking Dead, the game. I mean, basically, probably. I mean, actually, there was one of those with Daryl and Merle, and it was terrible. (laughs) Man, on the was it on the 360? Just a massive cash grab. Is that what we're talking here? (laughs) Oh yeah, it was just an awful game. Um, So, like that, I'm pumped about to to learn more about that. We've seen one really good like gameplay demo um, at E3. Um, with a lot of zombies on screen all at once and trying to sneak past them and then having to deal with them. Seemed pretty cool. Detroit Become Human seems pretty wild. Um, we'll see what that looks like. Um, what they've shown has looked kind of cool. It's kind of like, gave me kind of like a Ex Machina kind of vibes Yeah. to it. Maybe some, uh, some Blade Runner vibes. Have you yeah. seen the new Blade Runner? I have not. John. Dragon Ball Fighters looks beautiful. This is a fighting game that, like, I don't... I, the only fighting game that I've gotten, like, super into or, like, whatever have been, you know, the ARMS from the Nintendo Switch. I got yeah. into that, played a, you know, decent number of hours in that game. And then I have played uh, Injustice 1 with you at your place. Yep. Um, and I would totally play Injustice 2. This is, like, so pretty from an art perspective. Looks exactly like... Dragon Ball uh, Z, and you're playing it. So yep. that alone intrigues me and makes me want to play this game. We can go Super Saiyan together. That's right. Far Cry 5 is a multi-platform game that um, is coming out. I'm just going to be honest. I haven't played any of the Far Cry games. I probably should. They seem like they always seem like they're up my alley, um, but I just never get around to them. I don't know why. They look ridiculous and crazy. Yeah. Which is exactly up your alley. I know. Like, I feel like these are games that you would love. I know. I do, too. I just haven't played any of them. Another PS4 exclusive, God of War. Dude, I'm so pumped. You know what I'm excited for, Chris? I never even played any of the other God of War games. I'm excited that you you gave me a PS4 for for Christmas. Specifically, (laughs) if only for one game, this game. Mm. I'm very excited for God of War. Not even to go back and play the Uncharted. I mean, I'm totally playing the Uncharted stuff, but like I'm saying, like for looking forward. To like the exclusive games that I wouldn't, that was, I've always, every time I have seen a, uh, a trailer, I've been like, ah, oh, man, I'm kind of bummed. Maybe I should pick up a PS4 and play that. Uh, this is the one that always like says that to me. Yeah. That's every awesome. Every single time I've seen it. Jurassic World Evolution seems pretty cool. It's basically you uh, create your own Jurassic Park and have to run it. Good <laughs> luck with that. Life finds a way. Uh, oh, so there was. <laughs> Uh, there was something I saw. Let me see if I can find it. There's something that I saw on uh, on social media this week at some point, and I say, "Was it the T Rex no, directing someone... the orchestra?" No, no, that sounds amazing. It was though. directing that song for the orchestra. It was just a list of things we learned from movies. One, don't build a dinosaur park. Okay. Two, don't try to build a second dinosaur park. Three, don't take an aerial tour of a dinosaur park. Four. Don't engineer bigger, <laughs> smarter, camouflaging dinosaurs and then invite a bunch of families to your dinosaur park. <laughs> also, don't trust Muldoon. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> no, I... Uh, yeah, that. There's also... A, the. Uh, I saw somebody tweet out like a, a orchestra playing the Jurassic Park theme 
and there's a T-Rex directing Oh my them. gosh, that's amazing. And it's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's like T-Rex's dream right there. And that's awesome. Um, something that people have been waiting a long time for, Kingdom Hearts 3. is actually multi-platform. I don't know if this game's coming out this year. You still don't think it's coming out this Dude, year? Dude, I don't I that game has been in development for so long. Yeah. And it's the same team as like the Final Fantasy team. And yeah. I I don't I won't believe it until that game actually I mean, like gets like, a release date. Toy Story World and all this kind of stuff. Looks really cool. It looks amazing. I just don't know if I believe that it's coming out in twenty eighteen. Um a Switch game, Kirby Star Allies, looks pretty cool. Um Agreed. I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll definitely. I mean, the Switch has a pretty good track record right now for me, so mm-hmm. I'll definitely pick this up. I mean, and even if it's like, even if it's uh, like, Kirby so games are usually like pretty simplistic, pretty easy, you yeah. know. But even if it is that, I'm down for that. Like yeah. I, uh, I'm that. yeah, I love some me some like, hey, let's just platform through this awesome game. Yeah. So. While we're on Switch, possibly a uh, new Pokemon game. I hope so. That's that was like your prediction. Yeah. That was your big prediction because they've done the last Pokemon game on yep. the 3DS, and so unless they're gonna break an annualized thing, which is not like it's not always been annualized, but for the last four years mm-hmm. they've had a Pokemon every November. Yep. And so maybe I'm hoping I'm hoping I, I'm hoping we get awesome. that and maybe either a uh, a remake of the recent Smash or I'd love its own Smash. The news came out this week that uh, the projections for Nintendo's sales projections for the Switch this year, Mm. they expect to sell twice as many as they sold last year. And so the only thing that in my mind like justifies 20 million of these things being sold Smash. is like Smash and Pokemon. Mm. Like those are the two big games where it's like if those I games mean, come, those are system do, sellers. Yeah, all you do is, is pair it with a Pokemon game and everyone's going to buy it. I mean, yeah, that's that's my so if use that as evidence or not. I mean, anything can happen between now and November, but they their sales projections are ridiculous for this system. Another Sony exclusive Last of Us Part 2. I need to finish The Last of Us, the first one. I don't know why I haven't. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. Um, I got about halfway through that game and for some reason got distracted by something else. Something probably Destiny came out. Uh, I was playing the remastered version. And uh, um, yeah, I need to go back, restart it, replay it. I'll do that before the second one comes out. I promise you. Do it. Another PS4 exclusive, one of my most anticipated games of the year, John. What? Marvel's Spider-Man. Mm, yes, that's another one that every My time insomniac. it pops up, I go, I wish I had a PS4 for this. So I, now I now do. you do. I freaking love Sunset Overdrive. And this looks like it's it's kind of probably, they're probably taking a lot of the things they learned from Sunset Overdrive and applying it to this game. Yeah. Um, looks phenomenal, Those dude. parkour elements. Yeah, like, I mean, this is... It's probably going to be the best superhero game since the Batman Arkham games. Yeah, I was about to say, kind of like in the gameplay I've seen, looks a lot like the Batman games too in the in the combat aspect. Yeah. Um, and so you merge the mobility and traversal of like a Sunset Overdrive with the combat of a Batman game, and that's going to feel good. Yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm excited. It's also uh, being written by a longtime Spidey writer. Um uh, comic writer uh, Dan Slott I, nice. I believe and so that's yeah that's uh, going to be exciting if you like 2D platforming Mega Man 11 is going to come out I'm not a huge Mega Man guy um, for some reason I feel like we wanted it to be whenever we were kids mm-hmm. 
but we never really super got into him. We had a friend who really liked it. I really liked the design of the character. I just don't think I was ever any good at those games. Those games no, were really hard. I wasn't. I wasn't good at that or Vector Man. I, yeah. And I, for some reason, I put them on the same level of difficulty. I definitely think Vector Man was hard. I also <laughs> think it was a way worse game. Oh, definitely. But, yeah, uh, for sure. But like, I felt like back in the day when we were playing them, I'm like, this is just like Mega Man. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, Metro <laughs> Exodus. Uh, we got a really cool gameplay demo at E3 of that. Um, looks, I, I was surprised. I'm like, this is a Metro game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks phenomenal. I uh, people have criticized whatever they showed at the Game Awards or PSX recently in that the visuals like look like they took a step backwards. Um, Why? Like, uh, but it looks. It looked awesome. It looked like, I mean, uh, from the E3 demo. Like, the E3 demo blew oh, it out of the water. Saying. And then oh, they showed I, oh, something no, no, more okay. recently. I see what you're Almost saying. like a watchdog situation. Yeah, where they're, yeah. they're hoping that I it's mean, not a ridiculous... I can see that happening. I, it, it happens all the time, but we'll see. Monster Hunter World. I'm not super amped about this personally, but I think a lot of people are. And I'm interested to see how it does and if it's if it, you know... It could be something I could play. Yeah, and how it'll translate to a console rather than a handheld. Like that's a right. series that has always been on the handheld, and we'll see how they make that jump. Um, obviously, it's going to be a step up in power. It's got some really cool like systems going on. They've talked about how uh, the world just kind of exists, and if you know that hey, this type of monster will spawn in this like typically be in this area, and it is a predator to this other type of monster, then you can like chase these monsters into the area mm. with this other monster. It'll like destroy them for you. You pick up the remains and like craft your materials out of it and stuff. So like that type of weird universal stuff seems fun. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know, man, <laughs> it's just not a series that I've, I've been into in the past. I've tried it, but, um, Nino Kuni two, I never played the Nino, Nino Kuni one, but I've heard it's really, really good. Um, and Nino Kuni two, the trailer looks really good. Um, makes me want to actually want to go back and play the first one. Have RPG elements to it. Mm-hmm. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Is Chris, that's one. the third Xbox exclusive. This is not ex- Xbox, is it? Yeah, it should be right. It's it's published by Xbox. No, all right. Well, third yeah. Xbox exclusive. Ori yeah. and the Will of the Wisps. I take I take back everything I said about Xbox. Earlier. I mean, Xbox quote unquote exclusives. They end up on PC most of the time, but like that's still like it's a console exclusive. Ori and the Blind Forest was one of my favorite game experiences. I played it this year. It was a game from last year, but I played mm-hmm. it this year. Um, you mean 20, 2017? I, sorry, I played it in 2017. Um, it came out in 2016. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a phenomenal game. I can't wait for this. Like the sequel. Man. Dude, that game is gorgeous. The music is amazing. The platforming is so spot so on. Good. And the DLC they, they released for it really opens things up. I th- think it's really cool that we had uh, the DLC open things up like that because that could potentially feed into what they do with the sequel. Makes me think they have a lot of unique, more cool ideas that they can pull from. Like yeah. sometimes the game comes out and you you figure, well, they've done everything they can do with this. Yeah. Um. I I because of the way that the DLC worked in Ori uh, and the Blind Forest it definitely feels like there's more there. There's layers to this system that they've built. Overkill's The Walking Dead. Um, This looks like a Left 4 Dead style game set in the Walking Dead universe. Four-player co-op experience, online experience. I love Left 4 Dead. Dude, there's so many games that I 
I think are being billed as like a left for dead. Yeah. But then they're not. Then they're not. Nothing ever has hit like for me has hit the push the same buttons that left for dead did. I, I keep waiting for the game. Like whenever the game comes out that hits those those same moments. Close the door, close the door, close you know. Yeah. And oh my gosh, dude. Oh gosh. Like whenever oh man. Left for dead is just so good. We should go back and play that. So good. You I mean it's in backwards compatibility, right? Yeah. Like it's it we can. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Project Octopath Traveler. Do you remember this one, John? I played the demo. Wait, what? For this game. You did? I did. It looked the trailer looked awesome. It uh the, the demo is on Switch. And oh. you get to play like uh, a a couple of levels with a couple of different characters and a boss. Is it still available? Yeah, yeah, it's free. Well. And it's fun. Um All it's right. a hardcore RPG. Oh, okay. And you really have to pay attention to what your character's powers are. Yeah. The first time I played it, there's a character who has like the ability to to um, bring other people into a battle with her, right? Yeah. And so I didn't know that at first. And I kept going into this battle and being like, why am I losing? Yeah. And it's because I wasn't bringing anyone in with me um, because that was her power. The other person's power is like kind of an enraged type of a thing. And so you can just go do whatever you want like by yourself. Mm. But so you really have to, to get into what, what are these the different abilities of these characters. It's also the storyline struck out to, like stuck out to me as like, the, like it's, it's a very mature kind of a storyline going on in there. And so I don't know. I, I didn't have as much quote unquote fun with it, but it is definitely a hardcore RPG. So if you're in the mood for a hardcore RPG, this is for you. I'm glad you gave me that disclaimer. Because I don't know that I'm always in the mood for a hardcore RPG. I definitely am not always <laughs> in the mood for a hardcore <laughs> RPG. <laughs> My most anticipated game of this next year. Can you guess it, John? I think I can. Red Dead Redemption 2. You are correct. Oh my goodness. I think it's mine too. Out of all the games, this game, whenever, like the release date, I'm going to take like a week off from work. Maybe not that long, but I'm going to take a, take at least a day off. <laughs> <laughs> not coming back till next year. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this game, I cannot wait for this game. It's going to be so good. Um, it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if a hype level could be any higher. What's coming this year? When do you think it's going to come this year? Honestly, I feel like it's going to be this fall. I feel like it's going to be like September. Yeah, because they know, delayed something, it something to... Er, something early, early August, September, something like that. Didn't they delay it to the first half of the year? Like they said spring now. And, Did they? And so they would Did have say to... spring? I think they said quarter... I think they might have said quarter one. Mm. And so we don't know if that's quarter one uh, fiscal, which would mean June, like is the latest time. Um, or if that's quarter I can see it one, coming out right right around um, uh, E3. E3. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a cool summer game. Like that would be that's yeah. whenever I originally think I played that game. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption One was in the summer. Of course, I didn't play it until after it had come out and been out for a year or something. But man, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna spend so much time playing this game. I really hope that the story grabs me and connects with me because like the the trailer I'm, that I have seen. I don't know that I'm so into the main character. What we assume is probably the main character of this game so far. I mean, it's, but that's that's. I feel like ever like we we're kind of in that spot before every Rockstar game. Like I was kind of the same way with L.A. Noir. Yeah, um, I was the same way with GTA Five. Um, I remember like watching the uh, the the trailers for Red Dead Redemption One. They were the same. It was like 
you're going to follow the story of John Marston and as he runs away from the Dutch gang, Dutch's gang or whatever it is. I don't know. Like, I, it was just this voiceover yeah. talking about this guy and like whatever. And then you start playing it. And you're like, oh, man, this yeah. is so good. I just think immediately I connected and enjoyed this story of, of John Marston. So I'm hoping that that happens with, with this character. Um, I think you just got to play it first. I know. I mean, I, I, and I don't have to like the main character all the time either because like there's, there's definitely characters that you play in games that like you don't this is not a good person not a not a not a not someone that i connect with or, i think you'll like him whatever but john marston was always one of those like i was like man i am john marston yeah i am <laughs> i am john marston <laughs> shinmu 3 is the sequel to shinmu this is another one of those i don't know if that one's coming out this year and, and i don't know that i care i don't know that i care either it was kickstarted two years ago was it two yeah, e3s ago probably and i don't think at the time I, I think at the time they didn't have anything and whenever they kickstarted it. So I, I would be surprised if we see this yeah. before 2020. The, the one thing that, like, for fans before, of the series, I will rather. say, like, it's it's not... I'm glad that they're getting the, the conclusion to this the trilogy um, that they always wanted. Yeah. So... Obviously, exciting. they have enough people that want to play it that kickstarted it, so... Skull and Bones. Do you remember this, this from E3? It I was, do. It was that one that we're like, man, this looks awesome. It's pirate gameplay. And we're like... Do you get to, is this basically Black Flag? Only, just only pirate stuff? No. You are the ships, and you're taking down other ships. It's like, it, it, basically, it's a pirate game where you're not the pirate, you're the pirate ship. Yeah. Um, it looks super cool. Concept is kind of cool. We'll see if it actually is cool. I, it seems, it's got to be more robust than what they teased for people to buy this game for more than like, $20, $30. I agree with that for sure because it... it I, Ubisoft has this thing or has had this thing recently where they'll release a game and it'll be kind of feature light and it'll be a multiplayer game. Um, For Honor or uh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, uh, what's the Tom Clancy one that came out recently? Um, Rainbow Six? Yeah. Siege. Siege. And those those launch and they're the ga- core gameplay is really fun and really good. Yeah. But they're kind of feature light, and then they gradually add to them. I suspect this is going to be one of those where they'll launch this thing at sixty bucks, and a certain number of people will buy it and have a hardcore audience, and then they'll slowly add to it and and uh, essentially treat the launch as a beta. Yeah, and then slowly add to it over time. So yeah. I this is one that I'm excited to see if it's good. And to play if, if the game, core gameplay is fun, but mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what the plan is with it. Telltale is also releasing the final season of The Walking Dead series. So that's that's pretty wild. We'll see what happens with that. When we'll see. Have you played season the, the most recent season? I have not. So okay. I need to I need to play most recent season. I also need to play the Michonne series. They released a Michonne right. series, which seemed pretty cool. So um, Telltale just recently went through some layoffs. Uh, about twenty five percent of their workforce was laid off. Um, it was a crazy number of people. Like I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize that that many people worked for well, the company. The studi- well, I didn't used to. Like the studio, they've grown like pretty big recently, and um, I think like they were the hot new thing for a while. Mm-hmm. And I, I, th- I think the they kind of flooded the market with a lot of games, a lot of properties. That's right. Um, a lot of licensed properties. Licensed properties, number one. Number two, and, and who has, like, the time to play all of them? You know, like, you've, you've, you've got, like, three or four series going on at once. Yeah. You know, like, 
I mean, I want to diversify my my gameplay experiences. Um, I'm not faulting them. It just seems like you know they possibly grew too like too big too quickly, and um, maybe should have like been more strategic about the games they were putting out. Um, yeah, and the diversity of gameplay wasn't very high. Like you had games yeah. that felt very similar, even though they were different properties. Um, yeah. And the engine was always very unstable or janky, and that's very strange. Yeah, um, that they didn't sl- like. They, it's gotten better for sure. It's gotten better. Like the Batman uh, series is is really stable and very good, but it's also not. I don't know. It's still not perfect. Like it still doesn't run as smoothly as like a triple A game. The, uh, the writer of season one and 400 days, my favorite um, pieces of this series uh, is coming back. Gary Witta is coming back and uh, he is writing this season. So that'll be cool. Like, I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm going to end up crying somehow again. And <laughs> we'll see. I, I suspect you will. I can't like this is the thing. It's been so long. Like I, and I played those other games on the 360. I feel like I just need to re- go back for, and play the whole series again from the beginning. Um, how on long Xbox would One. that take? Because I haven't played any of them. Um, I mean, they take just as long as as the uh, the, the Batman, the Batman Telltale games. So. so probably you know a good solid ten hours per season. Yeah, ish. Yeah, if, if you know, like, because there's probably gonna be times whenever you do something, and you're like, oh, I gotta go back and fix that or something like that. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, you're probably talking like thirty hours worth of gameplay plus four hundred days, which is like a one-off episode, and um, then the Michonne series. Man, I don't know. That seems like a huge investment for somebody at, at like me who hasn't, at, who hasn't at, de- at, gone in. At least like play the. Start with the first. Like all you gotta do is just baby step into it. Start with the first season. If you you never played the first season, did you? No, no, dude. I think I own it though too. Literally one of the best games I've ever played. Okay. So even if you end there, it's worth it. Okay. You know, like you're not gonna you're not gonna play the first season and be disappointed. Um, I don't think you'll play any of it and be disappointed. But like definitely like if you're like man, I don't know if I want to invest the time. It's like yeah. Even if you just play the first one, that's you know like one of Literally one of my favorite gameplay experiences. Nice. Fun fact about uh, Gary Witta, the writer. Uh, he co-wrote some of Rogue One. Oh. Nice. A game that I wasn't aware of until we started uh, looking at games for this. Uh, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. It's a Pseudo-51 game, which I like Pseudo-51. Mm-hmm. I've played some of his games before. I remember during the Switch announce, like the reveal, yeah, Suda Fifty One came on stage and was like off the wall, like he was oh, like dude. he was he was going way off script, and the translator, whoever the translator was, could not handle yeah. what he was saying and going off the script. Suda Fifty One is insane. I love it. All of his stuff. I remember like that moment specifically. I'm like, dude, he is sending this translator all over the place, and that's amazing. I think like uh, his most recent one was. Um, well, we won't even go down that road because I can't even think of the name. Anyway, uh, I, I recently bought it for like two bucks uh, <laughs> because I wanted to play it um, back whenever it came out. But I'm like, I'm not paying $60 for that. That thing seems insane. <laughs> you ended up paying $2 <laughs> for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Who's the fool now? <laughs> Suda 51. <laughs> no, no. Um, for the Switch, another game that I'm excited about, Yoshi. Yeah, it's just unspecified Yoshi. Just Yoshi. 
<laughs> the Yosh. The Yosh is coming back. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, this is it's, another it's, one of those Kirby. It's, yeah, it's like, like it's like Kirby. It's like, well, I mean, sure. I mean, it's it's like Kirby slash slash Mario, where it's like, well, that seems super weird, but I'll apparently it's awesome, and I'll try it, and then you play it, and you're like, this is amazing. So <laughs> right, cool. I'll I'll play it. Right, like the last one with Yoshi is like the, they do some unique art styles with Yoshi, which is really cool. Like the yeah. the yarn Yoshi and stuff. Like yeah. it's. It, at the very least, it's going to be a gorgeous game. So yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm anticipating good things from, uh, from the Switch this year. Hopefully, so there's a, a, the rumor is that they will have a Nintendo Direct sometime this month mm. and announce uh, a lot of games. Like nice. I think Amazon accidentally listed, uh, I think 18 what? different uh, untitled. Oh, s- oh yeah, I saw Switch that. games. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like Amazon. Yeah. Japan. Or something. Yeah, yeah, and they're like unspecified. Thing in the description was like, as as announced in January's Nintendo Direct. You know, <laughs> it's like wait, there. When what? is this? As a Nintendo Direct. When okay. is this happening? Cool. Um. <laughs> The one game I want to talk about that I don't that hasn't been announced may not even happen. I don't even know if there's rumors about it. I think we're gonna get a Halo game from Microsoft this year. Whoa! Optimi- dropping dropping that one on me. Optimized for the Xbox One X at 60 frames in 4K. My goodness, Chris! I also think we're also gonna get another Forza Horizon, probably Forza Horizon Four. I would assume that for sure. Where do you think it could be located? Uh, I would say, so we've done, um, like, Italy before. Like, uh, we've, yeah. done, done the, we've done the U.S., like, out in the Midwest. Uh, not that Midwest, sorry. That was in well, no- that was, that was Nevada Paris. or something. Yeah, that was the very first one. Oh, first, first one, yeah. Um, that was on 360. Yeah. And now we've done Australia. Yep. Um, I've Maybe we do somewhere, like, maybe we do, like, Japan or something Somewhere like that. in Asia? That'd be really fun. Yeah. That'd or, be, like, that'd dude, be really China cool. would be cool. There's some pretty diverse landscapes in China. I mean, and they always do, like, the lands, like, or the uh, the landmarks and yeah. things. Like, they have you drive by, uh, yeah. drive by different landmarks dude, can and can you imagine doing stuff? a race on the Great Wall? That'd be wild, man. I, they will do some crazy things. I also wonder, because Forza Horizon 3 and the subsequent DLC is... Like, it got crazier and crazier. Because yeah. Blizzard Mountain was way crazier than the original. Yeah, yeah. And then Hot Wheels was... But still was pretty even, realistic. Right. And then Hot Wheels was completely just... Off the wall. What in the world is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, also, I'm wondering if maybe they just go that route with the main game. Where it's like, <laughs> let's just include all of this into the package. Maybe. You know? I mean, I could see them maybe doing that. Uh, I feel like they'll still like stick with some kind of like, place that's real. Maybe. Keep it grounded a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they've also Playground Games has also got a open world uh, game that they've got like non driving game. Um, they've got in development apparently. So uh, I'm not sure if that I don't think that one's a Microsoft exclusive or anything. I think that one's going to come to all platforms. But they've also got another game in development with another team that they have. So mm. I'm interested in that because they do open worlds incredibly well and their technology is amazing. So I uh, I would be excited for whatever they put out. Um. Okay, so it's time to move on. Oh, so our, we're saying our most anticipated game is Red Dead Redemption 2, correct? Right. Absolutely. Um, let's move on to some movies. Um, so if I've got – this is not a, an exhaustive list, um, but this is a pretty good list, I think. Should we – this is the thing. I feel like maybe we should pull up an exhaustive list and make sure we're not missing anything. Okay. Which I don't have. Let me you, see if I can find one. If you want to find that and uh, and pull that up. So last year we 
kept track and we said how many movies we were going to review on the podcast so that you would know and keep up with what we were going to talk about for the year. So we're going to do the same thing this time. Um, we'll keep track of what we're going to see. Last year, we anticipated seeing 25 movies. Yes. And we hit that. We did. We hit the number. We didn't hit the exact movies. Right. That's true. Um, we swapped out a couple, which will happen this year. Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. Like 100% that will happen. Um, we'll try to hit. As, I mean, Obviously, we only swapped out, what, like four, if that. Yeah. Um. And uh. And so yeah. And some of them weren't full reviews. They were like mini reviews. But um, we. I literally only think like three or four of them were yeah, were those mini reviews. So. Which is awesome. Uh. So we're gonna jump in. Uh. You're gonna. I. I have like a list here that um. I've kind of pulled out. But if I miss anything, I'll stop you. Keep an eye on that that exhaustive list. This exhaustive wanna... list has it appears to have everything. Which okay. it's yeah. Even like ones that are just working titles. And in fact, there's one actually that. I don't know if you'll have, but oh, um, all right. I potentially will scream out <laughs> whenever we get there. It actually doesn't. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, it, it was recently well, I'll delayed. Start, I'll start so. with the date then. Okay. February 16th, early man. Is that a good place to start? Um, we can start a little earlier than that. Oh, my gosh. Why don't you just start? Okay. You do this. So there's one that I potentially <laughs> will see with my movie pass. Oh, okay. That I want to see uh, called Proud Mary. It's a like it's a, an action flick. Um, oh yeah, that's on here. Sorry. Which is it's uh, like it it features um, uh, Taraji Henson, and she was in a couple of shows that I really enjoyed on TV. This is kind of her first foray into like action movie zone. I don't think I've seen this trailer. And uh, and that's so why I didn't pull it out. It's like. Gunfire looks like born in a way, like right. car fights, that sort of thing. So I'm if the action is really we'll, good. We won't review this though. No, we won't review it. But I'm hoping to movie passes is what I'm saying. saying. So but this isn't it doesn't hit the movie like review list. Now can we talk about early man? Uh there's one other that oh I wanted to pull out before that, Chris. Um hmm. and that one is on February the Nope, you can go ahead and do that one because it comes out the exact same day as Black Panther, yeah, which was the, probably the next one on your list. All right, we're just going to keep going. <laughs> February 16th. Just roll on through this. Early Man. Uh, creators of, or yeah, Creators of Wallace and Gromit. This looks hilarious. Yep. It's uh, set in caveman times right before the Bronze Age. It looks <laughs> hilarious. I uh, wouldn't mind if we reviewed this, except for it's coming out the same weekend as Black Panther, so this may just be like some random mini-review that um, we do after the fact. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's probably what's going to end up happening. I'm going to mark this as a mini, mm, and then go. Black Panther as a full. Yep, February 16th, also Black Panther. Cannot wait. I'm so pumped for oh, this movie. Oh, man. It's so good. <sighs> I know. I... Of all of the Marvel properties that we have, like, looking forward, I think this is the one that I'm most excited about. Um, and that's and that's not just because it's the next one on the list. Um, it's it's been one of my most anticipated until I saw the first trailer for uh, for Thor Ragnarok. This was above that one, and then I saw the first trailer for Thor Ragnarok, and I was like, "This looks ridiculous and amazing." Um, but yeah, this one's way up there on my list, man. Next movie, February twenty third, Annihilation. So, this movie is from. Alex Garland, who directed Ex Machina, okay. it's his follow-up. It's not a sequel, but it's his his, uh, 
is follow up to that. You loved it, Ex Machina. It's a uh, an ad- adaptation of a sci-fi horror novel that follows an expedition of four women into a mysterious, possibly paranormal region known as Area X. Mm-hmm. It stars Tessa Thompson, Gina Rodriguez, and Oscar Isaac. Is this where the uh, the X gene came from? I don't think so. It's a prequel to all of the X movies, X-Men movies? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Unless it's a sleeper. <laughs> Area X. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I don't know that we'll review that. Um, I could do a full review of it. Although we could. I don't know. It's kind of right up our alley. Sci-fi or It feels pretty good. Let's see. I'm going to put it on the list as maybe. like an, a maybe. And okay. then uh, and we'll see how many other movies we have on the there list. There you go. That's good. Red Sparrow comes out March 2nd. Did I skip anything on your list? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Red Sparrow. Jennifer Lawrence uh, plays a Russian ballerina turned lethal spy seductress. I don't think we'll review this, but it, it's I'm super interested in it. Um, I'm probably going to jump to March 23rd with Isle of Dogs. There's two that you're missing. Okay. W- one is A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, yeah, which what, is, is, what is that? It's a, it's a Disney thing. We saw the trailer before, I think it was Star Wars. We saw, saw oh, it for Star yeah, Wars. Oh, yeah, that looks really cool. It looks really yep. weird. Like it's, March it's, 9th, A Wrinkle in Time. It's got Oprah Winfrey, and yeah, that it looks very weird. trippy. Like it's, it, that's the thing about it to me. Is it's very <laughs> like an Alice in Wonderland's kind of trip fest. Yeah. And, uh, well, and got I Chris, like that. It, so it's got Chris Pine in it, Oprah, <laughs> M- Mindy Kaling, and Reese Witherspoon. And it stars this girl and this like uh, boy. And she has powers, I guess. I, don't I honestly know. have very little of an idea what this yeah, is about. Yeah, I know. And I'm not sure if it'll be an actual review, but I just I just want to throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know that we review that, but um, it I'll probably see it in some form at some point. I mean, I I, I at least want to rent it. <laughs> well, at this point, we might as well movie pass might it because well it's cheaper than a rental. It. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Another another uh, argument for Movie Pass. I mean, cheaper, I feel like cheaper than need, a rental. I, this is not a podcast sponsored by Movie Pass. <laughs> yeah, we it's should just, stop talking about it. We think it's a really good idea. Yeah, we think it's a good good product. <laughs> What's the other one I'm missing? Uh, you are missing Tomb Raider. What on March 16th? What? How did I do that? I don't know, but that's that's uh, that exists. Oh my gosh, Tomb Can't Raider. Help. And at least it's, on movie. my list, it's on March 16th. There was another one that has has now, uh, over the last two days, been delayed, and it was in the previous spot. So I'm not sure if this is officially Hang on. still in March 16th. Let me look. Tomb Raider. March 16th. Could it be the first great video game movie? Hopefully. It's possible. I always have high hopes. There's always doom. <laughs> There's always doom. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, so starring Alicia Vikander, who's also a next Machina. That's the yeah. second time that movie's come up. Um, and uh, cannot wait. Looks phenomenal. I love that game. Yep. If they stay true to the adaptation, it'll be really, really good. Yeah. So I, I'm Story putting that down as a full review, Chris. Night. Yes, for sure. I Love Dogs. It's a Wes Anderson Stop motion movie looks really really good. And what's funny is every time I hear somebody say this, mm. I think it they're saying I love dogs. I loved. I mean that might be the. But it is the Isle mm-hmm. of Dogs. Yeah. So this that's um. Uh, let's see here. Set in 2030 Japan, where canine saturation has reached academic proportions, all dogs have been exiled to a garbage dump island. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. Has the vocal talents of Edward Norton, Brian Cranston, Greta Gerwig, 
Ken Watanabe, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, Courtney B. Vance, and Francis McDormand. Dude, whenever I saw the trailer for this, they they don't even list it looks the so uh, weird. they don't even list the the actors' names like one at a time or whatever. Yeah. Li- the last screen or whatever is featuring the talents of this giant paragraph of names. Yeah, and so I don't even know who's in this really, other than uh, just I'm like, oh, I recognize them. Oh, I recognize them. Um, the only thing I I'm I, did you like Fantastic Mr. Fox that much? I wasn't a huge fan of Fantastic. Uh, why can't I say that? Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, but I really, really like Wes Anderson. Um, I uh, let's see here. I'm gonna pull up. Shall I put this as a maybe? Um, or should I put this as a full, like a definite? I mean, I don't know. This is this is a, a, a an area we haven't mentioned. In. Stop motion is not a category <laughs> on our. <laughs> podcast but i feel like <laughs> both this and um did we put the other one down as uh, be, uh what as was it called? early man is yeah, a mini review man. okay i mean well let's okay mini review for this so at you want to you want to branch out this year yeah into the into stop, stop motion, motion category yep okay grand budapest hotel was one of my favorite movies of when did that come out 2014 yes it was i remember it was so um that's where i, I mean i love the I cinematography in that movie. Oh yeah, and so like a lot of the the framing and stuff will be the same here. That's those are Wes Anderson kind of tropes. One of the things I didn't like about Fantastic Mr. Fox was the overlay of the voices. Like I just didn't mm. think they fit really well. Like it, agreed, it, it, they obviously clearly weren't recorded in the same place. Yeah, and that always weirds me out. Whenever all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you yeah. are in a, a open space. And then the next person is like, oh, you are in a dead room, like a closet of some sort. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, hopefully, hopefully that's uh, uh, that's not the same. Moonrise Kingdom was also like good. It was weird. But, you know, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm intrigued by this movie. Let's say that. Okay. Movie I'm not intrigued by, but we should probably review is Pacific Rim Uprising. That's true. On March 23rd. <laughs> I never saw Pacific Rim, the first Pacific Rim. Um, well, that should be your first. First, go watch Pacific Rim, which okay. is a, a good movie. Okay. And then watch the preview for this one. Is it? Okay, so my qualm, like I thought Pacific Rim, the first one, looked terrible whenever I saw the uh, the trailers for it initially. And then whenever it came out and everyone loved it, yeah. I was surprised. It was really good. And so this one, the trailers look about the same to me as the first ones. I don't know. I feel like it looks worse. I, I, uh, like I, I said, I do is not looking forward. I was like, this movie is going to thing. I love Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. He directed the first one. He's not directing this one. Okay. Um, Which, by the way, I, uh, I, at some point, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Shape of Water, which he did. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. That one looks really interesting. Yeah. Good. Uh, I, don't, I think it's... I was looking to see if it was in a theater around here the other day. I don't know that it is yet. Limited release right now? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, we'll review that. Pacific Rim Uprising. The next week, March 30th, Ready Player One. I The more I see of this, the yep. better it gets. Agreed. Um, I mean, I, I, it, like The more I see it, the more I want to read the book before we go see it. Okay. So I think I'm going to try to read the book before um, we watch this. Is that one of the four that you're going to read this year? It's, it's going to have to be. <laughs> Now that now that you mention it, <laughs> I love so it. I better get on it now. Um, I just need to finish it. That's the thing. I can start. I mean, I just got to stop starting, start finishing. I like it. That's very confusing, but I like it. Yep. Um, so super pumped about that. Yep. Uh, let's see here. 
Let me see. Okay. Uh, let me look something the, up real quick. Say, say the next one. And no, then the next I one, will, April 13th is where we're jumping to okay. with The New Mutants. Okay. It, I haven't seen hardly, I haven't even watched this trailer. I should have done it before we, we uh, started talking about it. But um, seems like it's going to be loosely connected to the larger X-Men film franchise. Okay. And more like a horror movie. I don't know. We'll see. Nice. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. I know what you know. Um, did I miss anything? Uh, no, it's coming up very soon. Okay. So April twentieth, the two thousand, the the third Cloverfield movie. That's the one. I wanted to make sure you didn't miss that one. Um, this one actually, I think, got just got pushed back though. Right. Um, uh, no, it's pushed back till th- to this date. It to, was to to April twentieth. Yes, it was supposed to be in February. It was supposed ah, to be February third. Okay. And this is the second time it got pushed back. It got pushed out of uh, right. twenty seventeen to the uh, the early like February date, February third, twenty eighteen, and now it's April twentieth. Yeah. Um, dude, I mean the original Cloverfield and then Ten Cloverfield Lane. So different, such different movies, but both really, really good. What intrigues me about this one is that this one was in development long before Ten Cloverfield Lane was. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was written and uh, and in fact turned into like a Cloverfield movie before um, Ten Cloverfield Lane kind of even existed. And so it's it's strange that I mean, obviously Ten Cloverfield Lane, very small story, um, yeah. very contained, not super CG heavy. Yeah. And so it's obviously going to be able to work its way through the production pipeline faster than something True. like this, True. which is, it was originally titled God Particle. It's no longer titled God Particle. Um, so I'm in, I'm intrigued, man. We need to put down, we will review the new mutants. Okay. The New Mutants. Uh-huh. And this Cloverfield movie. Okay. Definitely full review on New Mutants. Yep. And definitely full review on uh, Cloverfield. And then, on May 4th, just a few weeks later, Avengers Infinity War. Whew. We have talked about this. We talked about this like three episodes ago uh, about the latest trailer. Yep. Let's summarize and say excited. Yep. Um, super pumped about that. Later on that month, May 25th, Solo, A Star Wars Story. There will, so we'll do a full review for Avengers and for Solo, A Star Wars Story. That's like, man, we're starting to stack them up here. I mean, they 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 for a portion of 2016, it was every week. Yeah, that's true. Um, have I missed anything yet? Because I've jumped like a month there. Almost. I don't believe so. Okay. I'm just scrolling through. We can go through and... Uh, it doesn't look like we have missed okay. anything. Um, which I'm actually I'm actually glad that the Star Wars movie is coming soon because I need uh, something else besides the Last Jedi in my Star Wars. Do you think movie that they are um, shifting everything to May? Yeah, after this. I mean, uh, seems like it. And then my question also is: Do you think like I th- I thought for sure this movie was going to get delayed? Um, I'm wondering if maybe they're just pushing it out the door because it is what it is. Maybe. Um, they, did, they did bring in Ron Howard and, you know, like he can get some, some things done. Yeah. Lots of, lots of things moving. Yeah. Um, the one result of some of the, the, uh, Han Solo film, like reshoots and the schedule of it is that the show, uh, the TV show Atlanta, um, is going to be like, there's going to be a gap between, I think season two and season three, a big, mm. like a year long gap because mm-hmm. of, uh, um, the, the 
requirements of like this movie taking them away from that movie. So yeah. that show. So yeah. Anyway, uh, June first, Deadpool two. That's crazy. Definitely gonna do a full review on that as well. You know, this it's funny that that will be the first. Uh, that'll be the first. I guess will it be the first Fox film like that Disney actually like puts out like that's our well, putting out New Mutants. Will will Disney end up putting that out, or is are the ones that were still in production? Um, I think New Mutants is the first one. Interesting. Um, they've talked about how they could potentially label the kind of R-rated, uh, more mature Marvel films um, a different way than they label all of their other movies. Yeah. So that's 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 something I was going to bring up. Is like we, you know, we we kind of uh, voiced our concerns. Like, hey, hopefully they don't um, uh, water everything down now since yeah. they bought Fox. I don't think they will at all. And like that's the they're signaling and have said in interviews that they're not going to. Like yeah. Bob Iger said, like we can uh, we can market these differently and yeah. let people know that hey, this isn't a family film. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. The, it still remains to be seen whether or not like the, if it doesn't make as much money as something other a, a larger investment potentially would make yeah. if they continue too deep into that or if they try to make it bigger budget or whatever but uh but yeah for the for like it seems like all of the, the right things are being said right now yeah which is which is a good sign um but they don't have long to figure that out man like if they're going to label these differently um june 1st is not that long away the next movie i don't think we'll review i don't know that we'll do a mini review but i want to bring it up because it's it's a pretty big summer movie june 8th oceans 8 comes out um Nice. There's there's no part of me that is excited for this, <laughs> mainly because neither one of the the only Ocean's movie I actually really like is Ocean's Eleven, and <sighs> yeah, Ocean's Twelve was not awful. Not Ocean's good. Thirteen was better. Ocean's Thirteen, so Ocean's Thirteen was was okay. I mean, and we I assume with this they're like this is this they want they're trying to reboot this they want to, want this to be Ocean's Eight, Nine, and Ten, and. Then he goes on with 11, 12, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's just, I get it. Things like this just feel like cash grabs, man. And it's just like, unless you have a good story to tell, maybe they do. Yeah. And maybe I'll be surprised, but yeah. I feel like I'm not going to be. Uh, the it's, it's a hard call because I think what was amazing about Ocean's 11 is that it was so good. Like you had this yeah. all-star cast. And you had a heist movie. Right. And then it turned out amazing, right? Yeah. And then it kind of spiraled out of control from there for 12 and 13. But we've had great heist movies in like last year. Like in 2017, we had a couple of really good heist movies. And so if you're going to do a heist movie, you kind of got to outdo the more modern baby drivers and, and yeah. all, like those those movies. Well, the problem is there's I, two really good heist movies at last this year. point. Like if you make it too much like I don't know, like you have to do you have to walk this fine line between like callbacks to Ocean's Eleven without making it tropey. Because the mm. problem is everything that Ocean's Eleven does mm -hmm. that it did seriously. If you do it now, is almost a joke. You know, because what I mean? it's it's playing off of Ocean's exactly. Eleven. Yeah, yeah, so, that makes sense. Like that's where I'm kind of like. Who asked, I mean, I don't need this movie. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I love heist movies. Yeah. And I still think there are unique ways to to turn them on their heads and to yeah. to kind of have those those moments of reveal and, and surprise yeah. and delight. But it's it, on a franchise like this <laughs> delight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they uh, because they set the standard and set the bar so high. Yeah. It's just been diminishing returns since then. I'll just say one more thing. 
I also question any movie that casts Rihanna in any role. <laughs> Battleship, one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> you don't need us. Never, <laughs> never watch that movie. I told you my story. I, I, I watched that. I fell asleep in the middle of that movie. Literally woke up an hour later. Didn't miss a beat. Totally understood everything that was going on. The <laughs> shot looked the same. They were like on the, on a, on a ship. He was staring off in the distance and it was spinning around him. <laughs> that might be a little unfair to compare this movie to Battleship, but just throwing that out there. June fifteenth, we are definitely reviewing The Incredibles two. The Incredibles two. I, this one is up there as far as one of the movies I'm most excited for. Yeah, I might skip it. I'm, I'm just kind of skipping around now, like not around in terms of the calendar, but I, I just jumped like. Well, no, that's just the next week. Never mind. Yeah, I was about to say, that's literally the next thing. Um, so pumped for this. This may be my most anticipated movie of the year, mm. The Incredibles 2. Mm. The Incredibles is a 10 out of 10, man. Mm. I love that movie. Yeah, I do. We'll see. I am so excited for this to happen, and I know The Incredibles 1, like they switched directors at one point or whatever, mm-hmm. but it, this one, I don't know. We'll see. Um, uh, June 29th, I don't know that we will... Review this to a full review. I will definitely go see this. Sicario 2, Soldado. Did you see Sicario 1? I did not. Oh, man. But I one, heard man. that this is essentially based on one of the craziest parts of Sicario. Have you seen the um, trailer for this? No. Okay. This looks, I mean, I have, I'll, let, I'll, borrow, I'll let you borrow Sicario. Okay. I'll also let you borrow Mad Max. Okay. And when it comes out, Blade Runner 2029. 49. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, dudes, this looks amazing. Um, and maybe if you, after you watch it, you're like, I just don't know that it's right. It's, it's like our, our audience. I don't know if that's, it's not really comic booky or if you're out there nerdy stuff listening to this and you want us to review. Yes. Sicario two soldado tweet at us, tweet at us at stay on target pod. Yep. Um, July 6th. Why it's not July 4th. Don't know why you would miss this chance to take advantage of a holiday. Ant-Man and the Wasp, we will be reviewing. I am excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that they underutilized the Wasp's character before, and it was like, oh, this big tease at the end or whatever, setting up this movie. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that, but uh, I'm glad that they're integrating the Wasp into this character now. I am too. I'm excited. It, I mean, it seems like a weird thing to like the first movie after Infinity War is Ant Man <laughs> and the Wasp. I mean, <laughs> it, like I don't anticipate this being like a big thing that moves forward the the DC or uh, the DC the uh, the MCU. Yeah, you know, I see it more as it's going to be a smaller, confined thing, similar to Ant Man One. That's true. Um, I just hope it goes even more insane with some of the the craziness of Ant Man. I'll see what you you think about this. I say we definitely review Alita: Battle Angel on July twentieth. That one looks really interesting. To yeah, me. it's based on uh, the uh, the manga. Um, uh, from, I don't remember when it was published, but it looks really good. I uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. Robert Rodriguez, it's on the list. is the director. I like Robert Rodriguez. He usually directs more pulpy kind of action films um but yeah here's a question for you though mm-hmm. did we miss one i don't did we miss a jurassic world wait when when does that come out fallen kingdom when does that on come out? june 22nd then we must have okay 
Sorry about that. We'll also review Jurassic World, June 22nd. <laughs> So that's in between the Incredibles and Sicario. Right. <sighs> Sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. Um, so we'll definitely review that. Lots of summer movies, man. Yeah. Uh, July 27th, Teen Titans Go is an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I say we review it. I would love to. I, there's another animated movie coming in December that when we get there. Hopefully I talk about it. I don't know if it's... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it has like a release date or anything yet, so okay. it may not be on the list. But All right. Um, so, I mean, that's that's July 27th, so I say we review that. Now, I mean, so now I, I don't have anything until October 5th, so is there anything between then and October 5th oh, that man. you're seeing? I mean, the Predator is there, but I don't... I'm what, not, what, what is not that? super into... I mean, predator? They're doing a Predator movie? The Predator, yeah. The Predator? The Predator. Is it an actual Predator movie, or is it just about like a creepy guy in a van? It looks like it's probably the Predator, okay. like the actual Predator. Uh, well, you, you'll never see him coming. An ex- <laughs> that could di- also be a creepy guy in a van. <laughs> an ex-Marine <laughs> ex- <laughs> discovers the existence of fierce aliens, oh, okay. but finds that no one yeah. believes they exist. That's the that's Predator. Well, yeah. hey, put it out, put it down as a mini review. It's got Olivia Munn in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that could be uh, that could be a good movie mini review or yeah. a movie pass or something. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah. I'm not opposed. Not opposed. Uh, when was that? That is. Let me see when that is. That is August third. Mm. All right. Um. Anything else between then and October 5th? I believe so. All right, so to October 5th, we definitely should review Venom. The uh, Tom Hardy is going to play Venom. That's exciting. Yep. It's uh, it's re- very exciting. I can't wait to see what that ends up being. Dude, I like, and it's weird that that movie is going to exist outside of the MCU, like... And, like, probably outside of the uh, Spider-Man universe, right? You know, you'd assume. Um, I don't know that this next movie... Sorry, have you, I don't want to, like, move on if you haven't put that down yet. No, I, I just put that down. Okay. October 12th. I, don't, I think this should be, like, a mini-review, but I'm super excited about this. It's called First Man. It is directed by Damien Chazelle, and it is about Neil Armstrong, starring Ryan Gosling. That sounds awesome. Yes. All first things, man. All things I like. Okay, first man, and I'll put it down as a mini. Um, November 2nd is where I'm jumping to now. Okay. You okay with that? Let me look. Let me look. Uh, yes. All right. I'm 100% okay with that. X-Men Dark Phoenix. Nice. Another movie I'm not excited about. Um. I f- also find that one. I mean, it's obviously it's way far along in into into the post production on that one. But with the Disney deal, I I want to start seeing some results from this Disney deal. <laughs> yeah, here's here's my skepticism of it. Um, the writer of this is Simon, writer and director, is Simon Kinberg. He has been a producer on the franchise. Number one, X-Men Apocalypse, not good. We reviewed that. You can go listen to it. We did not enjoy it. Yeah. Um, he also wrote Fantastic Four, 
the most Ooh. recent. Uh, and X Men: The Last Stand, which was not great. It's okay, but he did write Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which I like. But again, didn't it's he adapt it? Supposed to be outrageous. Yeah, he adapted it from a book. So, um. So anyway, we'll see how this is. Also that day, something that I'm not we're, we're not going to review, but I did want to mention the uh, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms movie. It's a Disney movie. Same uh, creative. Wait, what? what no? The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Hmm. Same creative team that did the Beauty and the Beast movie, live action movie this Ugh. past year. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's what 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 date is that? That is the same day as Dark Phoenix. I mean, we're not going to nope. review it. Uh, and I didn't necessarily even want to, but I did want to mention that, that, go see it. that exists and I'm not sure what they're doing with that. So. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, now I'm going to jump to um, Creed 2. Yes, dude. On November 21st. Is that all right? Yes, that's okay. okay. Actually, yep. no, it's what? not. What? Uh, November 16th. We've got a Fantastic Beasts 2. Nice. Awesome. We will definitely review that. The Crimes of Grin- uh, Grindelwald. Yeah. I mean... I say that. I love the Harry Potter universe. This is the, the problem. We had a lot of like gripes with uh, the first movie. Hopefully, they make this one better. Chris, yeah. I rewatched recently. Rewatched yeah. uh, Fantastic Beasts for the for the literally the second time. Like I've, I haven't watched it since, since we since saw we reviewed it, it in the theaters and reviewed yeah. it. Did you like it better? I liked it better. Okay. Um, I like a lot of things made more sense, but I still think they kind of shoehorned in the middle of like pro- writing slash production of that feels like they shoehorned in the universe th- aspect yeah. of it. We're like, yeah. Oh, here let's shoehorn in the Grindelwald story into this awesome fantastic beast story. Yeah. Cause like everything that has to do with the main through line of fantastic beasts is great. Everything mm-hmm. that has to do with like Grindelwald feels like it's almost out of place. Yeah. And, uh, and so if they maybe, double down on that into this one and do like, don't try to have two different kind of storylines going simultaneously. It'll be, it'll be good. But I actually enjoyed it a lot more this time because I knew what was happening. I knew it was, what was going. Um, I also think that movie, they, they didn't telegraph a reveal well enough early. Like they didn't foreshadow something well enough earlier in the movie. Mm. So once you know that what happens, it makes it way more enjoyable and makes it make sense. Yeah. Um, so we will definitely review that. Yep. Uh, Creed two. Creed two. I, I I'm okay with definitely reviewing this. I'm, I'm into that. Okay, dude. let's do it. Creed one was great. I uh, I am so amped for Creed two, dude. And yeah. like that's it. I remember whenever I watched the trailer for Creed one, like, and then all of a sudden you realize that it's in like the Rocky universe, and you're like, what? So I'm 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 so on board for Creed two, dude. Um, okay, so Creature November 21st. We're going to jump to December 14th. That's all right. That is totally okay. With Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's the one! Cannot wait for this movie. I'm so it looks excited. awesome. It's going to be an animated movie with, with Miles Morales. Well, okay, with Miles Morales and a lot of other Spider-Man. Yeah, as I say, like I think it maybe stars Miles Morales as like uh, as your, your kind of main person. But Peter yeah. Parker's definitely in it. I'm hoping that Peter Porker is definitely in it as Spider-Ham. That's that's one that I really want in there. Yeah. They've got to do that, right? Like they've got to have got to have Peter Porker, Spider Ham. Do you there. know who wrote this? Uh, uh, is it mm, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who wrote the Lego Movie, wrote and directed Lego Movie, nice. and Gravity Falls creator Alex Hirsch. Nice. Yeah, I'm so in. Awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Spider Gwen shows up as well. Um, that That'd would be, be cool. I would be. Um, That'd be awesome. Like so on board for, dude. I'm I'm just excited 
the Spider-Man, and then this visual style. Like, yeah. it is so pretty. Uh, December 21st. We're going to jump to December 21st. Aquaman. Aquaman. Also that day. Hmm. Bumblebee. <laughs> Which one's Bumblebee? Um, that is a Transformer. There's a Transformer movie? Mm-hmm. On December 21st as well? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Bumblebee, you're getting the... Uh, <laughs> I know, right? We're, we will review you, <laughs> but later. Well, definitely later. I'm even skeptical about Aquaman being on December 21st. That's I, so close to Christmas. And I don't understand what they're, what they're thinking. It's also weird looking at a December, and there's no Star Wars movie. That's strange. It feels weird, but maybe that's why people are jumping onto it. Like maybe that's like yeah, people putting their Aquaman. And I mean, their do you really see Aquaman there. succeeding as a Christmas? I mean, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if I see it succeeding, Chris. So you could have just stopped there. <laughs> Although it has been guided by well, it's okay. So uh, I'm just going to read this. Is from Vulture.com. I'm going to read this little like section here. Um, actually, makes me feel better about it, but. Uh, there's reason to believe this undersea epic about a superpowered amphibia man will be will turn out significantly better than Justice League did. Unlike the latter, it wasn't plagued by directorial replacements or reports of behind-the-scenes chaos. Instead, we've heard about a smooth production led by the Conjuring director James Wan, which who I like. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. On top of that, Aquaman has been guided at a senior level by DC Films co-chairs Jeff Johns and John Berg, whose influence on Justice League was limited, but who played a major role in the DC mega-hit Wonder Woman. Will Aquaman's quality and reception skew more toward the latter than the former? Audiences will have to dive in to find out. Nice. So, I uh, makes me more excited about it. Actually, that does. It does. Cool. I feel like you could write do a write up like that about almost anything. But I mean, the Jeff Johns thing is what kind of makes me yeah definitely. a little more at ease about it because like um, Jeff Johns has one of the best runs of an Aquaman comic. I, ever Agreed. like re, if you read the uh the new 52 aquaman run that jeff johns did uh right off the bat it is so good it's so amazing so definitely review aquaman and definitely review a bumblebee but that will be they'll be different weeks. a mini N- no full review a full review I, say we do a full review later okay it's the holiday like season after the fact okay who you know whatever who cares what we do then that's true that's true uh, although on december 25th mary poppins returns comes out I have not heard anything about this, Chris. She's being played by Emily Blunt. That sounds awesome. It's live action. It's a sequel to the original Mary Poppins. A sequel. Yes. Not a remake. Sequel. Yes. I feel like we pretty much wrapped up as like a ton of stuff I say, in the original. I don't know that we review this whole thing. Maybe a mini? Mini review. Mini review? Yeah. 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 I mean I mean I'm gonna see it. Like that's the thing. Like yeah. I'm I'm totally seeing that movie. Um Another thing that we kind of, uh, there's one that we skipped over, and like, not that we want to do a full review, but I just wanted to point out that it exists. Um, there is apparently, <laughs> let me let me pitch this movie, Chris. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch okay. this movie to you. Sherlock Holmes, okay, and Watson, mm-hmm. but Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Okay. <laughs> They're playing Sherlock Holmes and Watson when? In, in the next year, like in December sometime here. Um, what date? No, it's uh, it's November 9th. How did we miss that? Holmes and Watson. We're, no, November, there's nothing else that week. We're, we're reviewing it. 
I mean, full review. I don't. I don't even know. Adventures of Master Detective Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Full review. His crime solving partner. It's gonna happen. That seems full ridiculous. That sound, that's awesome. <laughs> I feel like I, I need to that. see more. But <laughs> <laughs> did you like Step Brothers? Ah, it was good. Ah, like there on. are really funny moments, but it was it was okay. Okay. I'm well, like I'm very lukewarm on the uh on the the <laughs> Will Ferrell slash John C. Riley thing. I say we do a full <laughs> review on this. <laughs> tentatively. We can change it later, John. Yeah, yeah. Tentatively, uh, tentatively, that's a review. Yeah. Um I will I want I wanna like call out a couple of things that we don't have a a date for here. Actually, maybe just one. I lost it. While you do that, is this the last one? Yeah. While you do that, I'm going to count up the uh, okay. the fulls and the maybes. There's a mo- r- movie called Roma. It's from Alfonso Cuaron. Nice. I love Alfonso I Cuaron. Do, I do too. Uh, it hasn't been like a decade since his last movie. I'm very excited about that. He's he's downscaled and uh, kind of pulled back, and this is an intimate family drama set in 1970s Mexico. So I like it. I, when is that? Oh, it, uh, there's no, there's no, no date? date for it. Yeah, mm. no date for Hopefully it, yeah. it's 2018 then. Yeah. Did you have anything else on your list that anything at all? Not that I know of. No. Right. Um, but well, I am going to tally here. Okay, yeah. Count up our list. Vamp see. while I tally, Chris. All right. So I am slightly fearful that this may be more movies than last time, but maybe not. I don't know. This just seemed like we talked a long time about this. I remember last time I was very skeptical about whether or not we would even be able to do 25. Well, I feel like that's because, I don't know, like, I think this is We did this, 16 the year before. Well, this, well, and the year before was whenever we were doing Arrow on Target and Flash on Target. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was just like such a energy drain mm-hmm. trying to do this show and those other two shows. Um, and like, so like if we reviewed a movie, we would not only like get here and have to talk about the movie, but then we have to review two other episodes. Like, I feel like every episode I ended up like on between the episodes on the floor falling asleep, like while you were like switching around sessions and like exporting things. I don't know, man. It was, it was a nightmare. There, like there was a, there's about a year and a half where both of us, I feel like we're, very skeptical as to which we as to whether we enjoyed this and he like, still enjoyed this or not. Agreed. <laughs> which I mean, ever since we stopped doing that, I've been fine. <laughs> so quiet. All right, right now, <laughs> I can tell you that right now this is more movies than last year. All right, um, lay it on me. From the full reviews, yeah, we have twenty listed. Okay, that's, that's pretty doable, right? Yeah, doable. Yeah. Of the mini reviews, we have five. That's doable. Yeah. Like that's that's about like last year. Yeah, that's exactly like last year. And then the maybes, we have four. And so I'm saying we can't probably dedicate to the maybes, but maybe they end up as a. What was a maybe? I don't understand. Um, Well, hang on. Read through. Read. Let's recap. Full reviews. All right. So the the things that we've said that we will we will full review, and again, all the subjects have changed. But uh, we've said Black Panther. Okay. We've said Tomb Raider. Did we start with Black Panther? Okay. Uh, yes, because there's early man as a mini. Oh man! Oh yeah. And it's the same day as Black Panther, so. Oh okay, never mind. Yeah. So uh, Black Panther mm-hmm. is a full. Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider is a full. Uh huh. Pacific Rim Uprising is a full. Okay. Uh, Ready Player One is a full. I like it. New Mutant is a full. Mm-hmm. Cloverfield yep. is a full. Avengers: Infinity War is Definitely. a full. Solo, S- Star Wars story. Yep. Uh, Deadpool two. Mm-hmm. Incredibles two. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World 2, mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. Alita Battle Angel, 
Mm-hmm. Teen Titans Go. I like it. Venom. Yeah. X-Men Dark Phoenix. Mm. Holmes and Watson. Nice. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts 2. Nice. Creed 2. All right. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Aquaman. All right. Bumblebee. It's a pretty good list, man. It's a pretty good list. And I actually think it's 21 because I didn't count. I For some reason, I didn't write full after uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So 21. it's 21 full. Okay. All right. Um, what are the the mini reviews we're going to do? The mini reviews that we are going to do um, are Early Man. Okay. Uh, Isle of Dogs. Right, right. The two uh, stop, stop motions. Yep. <laughs> we're branching out into the stop motion stop motion <laughs> films. That's what we're reviewing now, Chris. <laughs> you need to start a whole new podcast. <laughs> stop motion stop on, on target. target. Stop on target. Stop on target. Still, still the same initials, too. Um, and then we have way later in the year, we have the predator is a mini mm, review. Yeah, definitely. Um, first man is a mini review. That's, oh yeah. Yeah. That and good. then let me see. We've also got, a, uh, Mary Poppins too, as a mini review. Mm-hmm. Um, the okay. maybes. Yeah. What were the maybes? The maybes. We had a few maybes pretty early on in the year. Okay. Annihilation is a maybe. Oh yeah. A wrinkle in time is a maybe. Yeah, that's a definitely a... Well, I mean, what are we going to do with that? I don't know if I... We'll see. I, I don't know if I'm on board to, to to check it out. Like, I do know it looked crazy. And so maybe... I, I really think it's like... A, uh, it's, I'm very shaky on that one. Yeah. Um, Ocean's 8 is, is a definite shaky oh, maybe. Gosh, All yeah. of the maybes are very shaky, save for this one. Sicario 2. Oh, that's definitely a mini review, dude. Okay, so that's a mini review. Okay, so yeah. that ups the number of mini reviews to six and annihilation i think should be a mini review i'm going to see it at some point you're definitely going to see it i will definitely see that movie okay so then that's seven mini reviews okay all right um and then the only other maybe that we potentially have nope that's all of them i uh had tentative maybe for Holmes. so if we have if we have 21 full reviews and seven mini reviews that is a full 29 movie reviews we will do next year yeah well, we may drop off on. We should on find one more one and, do, and make it thirty. Oh man, you said that last year about uh, you about were like, 25? oh, we do one more, and we'll have twenty six, uh, which will be Are literally fifty percent sh- of the time. Is that what I said? I, yeah, you said that. Oh, I, okay. So I feel like you're always going to ask for one more, Chris. Well, I should have kept it at twenty five because I feel like it's a good number last time. I just want to round it up to thirty. But it was like half the episodes of the year. You were I like fifty percent oh, of the I get time. It. You know? So we're saying more than fifty percent of the time. This well, is definitely no, more than fifty percent. Well, if because, we can include if, well, the minis. if we can include mini reviews, yeah, yeah, and those don't have to happen like right on the same yeah. like, the date or whatever. So I feel like we're we're about the same on our full reviews. We're exactly on the twenty. Something know, else will get announced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're at twenty one right Let's now, say, so we're one technically one above what we did last year. Okay, so. What? Oh, a full reviews. Yeah, a full reviews. All right, so we're and doing, doing twenty nine. Uh, we're definitely on mini reviews. I feel like we should just round it out, and make it a thirty. <laughs> I'm sure we'll. I'm sure something will pop up. Let's just say thirty then. <laughs> oh God! It's a, it's, a, it's a goal. <laughs> it's a New Year's goal. <laughs> All right, thirty movies. We're gonna reviews. review thirties. 30 a total movies. of thirty. So yeah. 21, 21 fulls. There's a mystery maybe one in there. Maybe 20 full. Because I think last year we talked about doing 25 fulls. <laughs> and then we ended up like oh, deferring that's fine. Yeah, to some I mean, uh, whatever, I mean so. this is better. It's more realistic yeah, right now anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're, we're decided. 30 <laughs> some form movie reviews. Yep. Mini, full, who that's knows. That's what we're shooting for. But it's going to like we're going to have to see 30 brand new 2018 movies mm-hmm. and talk about them on this year podcast. It's a lot of movies. Look forward to it. <laughs> I am.
I'm excited. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, if you stuck with us this long, um, you could have watched almost five episodes of Seinfeld. Um, how, how many Lord of the Rings are we at right now? We're, we're at, well, I don't even think we're done with one Lord of the Rings. <laughs> if you're doing the Are we even edition. out of the Shire? No, we're not. Um, I mean, we're not done. With, we're not done with any of the Transformers. Um, <laughs> oh, not God. done with the most recent Star Wars. The movies are so long. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And on Stay on Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. Dude, it's super easy to review a podcast now. I actually went through and reviewed all the podcasts I listened to the other day, and it's super easy in the uh, iTunes app. So everybody, just whatever you're listening to right here, just scroll down on our our podcast main feed. Uh Five stars it. Yeah. It's easy. It's like one swipe and one one tap. Or if you think we suck, just don't do anything. Dude, just don't do anything. Just just don't do anything. <laughs> don't touch it. Just roll on through this part. <laughs> um what are In we talking fact, about? You have like the fifteen second skip forward. You could just skip forward, you know, to the end. Just don't you don't have to What are we talking about next you. week? You know? I have no idea, dude. We don't have a movie review until uh February, so Okay. Who knows? We'll come up with something. All right. Man, I feel lost without those. We need a, we need a, we haven't reviewed a game in a long time, dude. We review a game. Um, we Well, I reviewed the uh, the new Destiny D, uh, DLC whenever it came out. I know. That's we need to review a full game. Remember like we used to do games like White Knight oh, or man. Valiant Hearts or something like that, you know, whenever Valiant releases. Hearts was a fun one. So it was Child of Light. Yeah. Um, I wish maybe, Ubisoft would, would release some games like that this year. Yeah, some smaller games like that. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Um, if Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out this spring, we'll definitely review that. Dude, how like how intense are we going to have to be in order to review that like at a reasonable oh, time? Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, well, it's going to be massive. So when Destiny 2 came out this year, I, like, I pretty much just played that like for almost two weeks straight. Right. Like every night. Yep. I told Didi, like, I'm not going anywhere. Playing Destiny 2. <laughs> this is where I live now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I feel like the same thing is going to happen with Reddit Redemption when it yeah. comes out. And we're like, hey, I'm taking that day off. Yeah. And also, every night <laughs> I'm playing this game. I really like this is my, this is where I'm going to be with it is uh, I'm going to want whatever collector's edition is available for it. Mm. But then it usually comes with some kind of crazy hard copy that I don't want. I'm going to want a digital version probably. Hmm. So, what do you so, want to do with this physical edition? I'll probably just get the physical disc. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> because I like big collector's editions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, physical things with games is nice. Um, I, I have been recently uh, increasing the number of physical items I have that are about games, like the Cuphead record, the Cuphead uh, vinyl figure that I have, and got the uh, Breath of the Wild uh, little figure here, Link. That's my most recent edition. Um, very cool. Nice. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.